I don't care if you've been fapping a WonderCon cosplay all night. If you up, smash that like button. I'm Sitch. I'm here with the crew from Black and Black Times Infinity from the Dro. Smoke me out with that dank shit on my left, your boy old ninja. Uh, fuck you. I was fapping the cosplay from WonderCon all night. That's what it's about. Across me, it's your boy Blue. If you ain't fapping into cosplayers, you a fag. Oh! I'm just joking around. I don't use this offensive <laughs> word. That's from Bill Burr. If you if you ever watch a stand up. Oh yeah. Killing me. <laughs> and uh, choking people out on the ones and twos. Your boy Kronos. So uh, yeah, don't go to a WonderCon after party and stay out all night and then try to interview a celebrity the next day. Uh, <laughs> that sounds like bad news, but a Life, good ass story. Life lessons. So we are here back. Uh, we are just rolling four deep today. Uh, Prodigy is uh, food being is. responsible black father. Oh, well, he ain't. Yeah, he's, chasing, got he's chasing food. Legally, he's required to do this twice a year. Please. So maintain his probation <laughs> status with the, with the good old people, Alameda County. Damn. <laughs> so, and, and Mishka. Uh, yes. So um, we'll jump right into it. Uh, the squad. Wait, he was gone last week, too. What the hell? Yeah, this is true. Well, actually, first, we'll start with who's no longer with us. Who's dead? Uh, so first we're going to pull out some, uh, some King Cobra for, uh, Linda Brown. Linda Brown was the young girl in the center of the Brown versus Board of Education. Oh. So she was nine years old at the center of the class action lawsuit at the time, which was, what, 1954? Yeah, I yes. think. Yes, 1954. And, uh, she passed away the other day, I think to. It was yesterday or today. Uh, I got my day mixed up. But she was 76. Huh. I did not know that. I knew, like, Brown versus the Board of Education, but I did not know what her first name was. Yeah, it was Linda Brown. She okay. was uh, in third grade, nine years old, and her dad and family and other black families did a class action lawsuit against the Topeka, Kansas Board of Education. Yes. Which went to the Supreme Court. And the NAACP's legal team was the one that represented it. So, RIP to her. Okay. Who else uh, we got no longer with us? We're pouring out some grape soda this time for Charles Lazarus. Whom's Like the pit? Uh, like the Lazarus pit? No. <laughs> Batman? No. I got you, Blue. <laughs> uh, Charles oh, Lazarus crickets. is founder of Toys R Us. Oh, oh yeah. Right. yeah. Which is unfortunate because his business, is, his legacy actually is failing as we speak. Oh. Toys R Us may close all of its U.S. stores by the end of the year or sooner. And uh, he passed away. He passed away like the day after they announced that. Yeah, he passed away. That everyone. I mean, everyone's was talking about it since December, and I was like, "What?" And then uh, apparently, there's actually some pretty fucked up articles about how when Toys R Us filed for bankruptcy the first time, they didn't do things to change it up, and then Amazon, Target, Walmart, especially Walmart. Ended up just overtaking them. Well, no. Well, most of the problem, though, was from the people who bought them. It was like a restructuring company. But they didn't they restructure. Yeah. So <laughs> it wasn't Toys R Us's fault. It was the people who, who, like, bought them and tried to restructure. And they did a really poor job about it. But it was, so. they also... They had a huge problem with keeping employees. They weren't really, like, giving them... Like, they weren't really paying them. There's actually literally, literally stores where they were, like, getting paid once a month. Well, a, oh, okay. Well, that's some labor law type shit. Yeah, there was some labor stuff going on. But it's because they're... They weren't managing their finances correctly. So, Charles Lazarus, he's mostly a lot of people's childhood 
you know, but everyone knows who Jeffrey. Well, if you don't know the name, you've seen Jeffrey Giraffe. So, and they had like uh, fucking bubblegum and TV shows and all kinds of shit. So, cartoons yeah. and shit. Yeah, that's sad. Dude, have you been set up at Target recently? Yes, because they're, really, yesterday. they're like remodeling a lot of their targets, and it's like now they they should just add a little asterisk or whatever over like the A or N or whatever. Or, is there an no, over the E? <laughs> I was like, what? It's Tar J. Yeah, yeah, they should call it, start calling it Tar J because man, that shit's fucking peaky up. Peaky okay, up now, huh? Oh, yeah. Right. So we fucked up being in a podcast. Uh, normally we do first in the chat, and that would be Mile High Blur. What's going on? And then listener of the week would be Mister X, and next to him would be Isaac A Dozai nine two nine. That's a new name. Nice. Welcome. He's got a... Uh, shit, his icon is that goddamn guy from Star Wars. What's that dude's name? BB-8? The fish-looking dude. Oh, oh the, uh, Admiral Akbar. Yeah, Admiral Akbar. It's a trap. <laughs> so, um, jump right into it. What happened down in Anaheim? Where do you guys oh, start at? Shit. Where do you start? Dude, we had a lot of fun. At least I know I did. Yeah, I had a lot of fun, too. Until I fucked up an interview. But even still, <laughs> I still had fun. So. Want to go into that? Into... The interview part? Yeah, I mean, you, well, you touched on it a little bit on the intro. Well, start start we'll chronologically. Yeah. yeah, talk about, I Day guess, one. anything crazy happened on the trip down. No, you guys made it down. No one got arrested. No one got locked up. Well, that seems good. Blue woke me up just in time so I could catch all the traffic. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah, so, like, we left we left this area about, like, maybe 3.30ish to head down to L.A. And, like, I try to go to sleep early so I can have enough sleep, but I, like, slept for, like, three hours, and now I just woke up and couldn't go back to sleep. But uh, I started driving down there, and I was, dude, I was, like, getting fucking sleepy tired while I was driving. And um, I'm in my car. Everybody's asleep. So we got down to about the grapevine. I'm like, hey, Kronos, can you drive? Because, like, I, I, was start, I was swerving in my lanes and stuff like that. So I was like, yeah, I need to, to sleep. So Kronos started driving. But once I got in the back seat, I got, like, my second wind, so I couldn't go to sleep. So, yeah, Kronos Dick was driving, move. and you got stuck. <laughs> well, it wasn't even just traffic either. Like, it was sunny, like, the, or not sunny. It was clear the whole time we got down there. But once we got up to the grapevine, it started to fucking rain. Oh, okay. And then we hit traffic in Santa Clarita, like the diet. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was it was all bad for him, but okay. I was fine. No, I, was, it was, I, don't, I don't really mind traffic. And just, So, Blue's car, it's fucking weird. It's a cool <laughs> car, but it's, like, it's a little too fucking smart. <laughs> all right, so he's got this uh, QX60. And it's got all this new, like, you know, lane departure warnings and automatic fucking braking and all this shit. I should have just turned all this shit off. Because, like, it's, like, way too sensitive when somebody's in front of you and they yeah. break. Oh, like, shit. it'll break way fucking early. And, like, if you're on the gas, like, it'll actually push back on your fucking foot. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. So, it's, like, it, it's cool if you're, like, bumper to bumper traffic. Because then you just left the gas and automatically will just break for you. There's somebody in front of you. Even if you're not even cruise control, it'll break. Okay. Like, automatically. <laughs> so, but if you're, like, you know, just kind of cruising, like, you know, 75, 80 miles per hour or whatever. And somebody's like five car lengths ahead of you, and they start slowing down a little bit. It'll slow you down. I'm like, whoa, okay, that's a little, a little much. <laughs> it's almost like when you learn how to drive, and your mom, your mom or your dad's in the car, and like they like scream at you to stop because there's a tree in front, and the trees like got them three blocks away or some shit. Oh god, I hate that. Yeah, shit. it's a little bit too sensitive, but yeah, it's it comes in handy when you're in traffic, but when you're just regular driving, it's it can be a little annoying. Right, so, and the, those that don't know, WonderCon began on what Thursday then or Friday? Friday. 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 So it was Friday morning. You guys get down there, check in to the hotel. Well, well no. We no. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, uh, Cro- uh, not Crows. Uh, Prodigy flew down there, and he decided to go have lunch with some with uh, 
with Gian and Daniel from Daniel and Gian show, I think. They don't want to us, I guess. Just, not, yeah, no, what the hell? They didn't even invite yeah, us. But, uh, yeah. So Gian's all, to... I got fucking movie credits. <laughs> not too good for y'all. Fucking plebs. <laughs> but we had to wait for, for Prodigy to get there to check into the hotel because check-in time was until like, 2 or 3 or something like that. Okay. So we just kind of hang out in the car, and I that's when I hooked up my Raspberry Pi to my monitors in my car, and we were playing, we were playing old school X-Men. Which is fucking dope. Oh, shit. So I had Wait it. Wait a minute, the cabinet X Men or like yes, the yeah, cabinet okay. X Men. So I had it. I had it playing in the front TV and the one in the back where I was yeah. sitting at, and uh, Odin and I were playing. Yeah, he. So because to give you an orientation wise, he has two TV screens on the back of the heads of the passenger and driver side car seats, and then there's a display. There's like a obviously a heads up display, display in the central yeah. central console. So he had a TV in the back where he had his own screen, and then I had the central center console screen. So we were able to play that way. Yeah, it was I, pretty fucking dope. And I was playing on my fucking Switch, so I, I got Bayonetta too. Yeah, it was pretty funny. So we're all gaming in the parking lot right yeah. behind Denny's. <laughs> okay. We so, didn't eat at Denny's, but yeah, in no. the parking lot. And then what? Then we went to check out the con, but like I was like kind of tired, so I didn't really take any pictures on day one. But we just kind of walk around, get a feel of the land. They definitely opened it up more. There's more, like, buildings that were available, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Felt the same to no, me. Well, there's a whole other side that wasn't open last time. Like, yeah. where the there? press room was and stuff like that. That wasn't open last time. Hmm. Yeah. sure. Or at least we just didn't go over there. Yeah, I'm, I don't even... I, I, don't I think know. it was under construction or something last year. No, it was no. definitely there before. Because I don't remember that even the, that fountain area being there. We just we didn't go over. We there. We never went over there. Well, yeah. no, we went over there to, to get into the um, the auditorium. Or no. when we, we exit the auditorium, you had to go through that fountain area. Yeah. I don't remember that fountain area ever being there. I remember. I remember the building being there. Hmm. Yeah. I had to rewind the tape, watch an old video or something. <laughs> Uh, so you yeah. guys just walked around. Did you guys? Oh, you know uh, what? Were there any panels or anything yeah. from the first day that you guys uh, checked out that, so that first, stood out to you guys? If you, I'm holding up the uh, Comic Con, uh, the program sort of program. Thing? Yeah. So if you can't see it's real. It's literally it says WonderCom Anaheim 2018, and that's Superman holding an uh, American flag on some kind of rock or whatnot. So for those of you who are not able to see. Is what it, or who are able to see this is what it looks like. That's why that's why Jim Lee, isn't it? The cover? Yes, I believe so, yeah. And he yeah. was there. He was there for yeah, several I saw him his uh, Instagram was showing like he was doing like, a lot of live videos and stuff from Yeah, there's a little picture here. We'll talk Jim about Lee. him talk about him in a minute because he was uh he's a cool guy. So um, really quickly, there was I think we went to what, one panel Friday? Oh yeah. Actually I think I know I we think, went to at least one. I think probably went to more than one. He probably did, because yeah, we separated. Yeah, because he went to one with uh for Jim Lee. And then I came in the, the tail end of that because I wanted to meet up with uh, with James Gavsey. Mm. So and his his son was there too. So we were in the panel. I was after the Jim Lee panel, but Jim Lee stayed stayed around for the eighty years of Superman panel. Oh so yeah. I, at the end of the Jim Lee panel, it was dope because he's basically up there just like bullshitting and he's like drawing, and, like watching like an artist actually like draw something. It's fucking amazing because it starts off as like just squiggly lines and shit, and all of a sudden it's like a fucking beautiful goddamn picture. Damn. It's it's crazy. Yeah, he, uh, I think when we, when we got there, he was he was drawing Spider Man, and he was talking about how he hates drawing Spider Man just because there's so much detail that goes into like the webbing on the mask, and how like you know there's like almost like a math equation for doing the the lines because if it's held tilted a certain way, the lines have to be like a certain direction, and then like the bottom part of it has to go like a different direction. Like he uh, went into yeah. details about it, but it was like <laughs> damn, this just him talking about it made it sound complicated. But then he. He went into details of like, okay, this is what it would look like if you just did it. Like, if you just did like the squeaking line and it looked fucking ridiculous. It was like, it was like, um, 
Oh, I can't even explain what it looked like. It looked flat. Like, it didn't have any depth to yeah. it. Like, you, oh, okay. it, it looked like a circle with Spider-Man eyes with, like, the lines. Like, it, it basically looked like, like what a, a kindergarten would draw. Two-dimensional sort yeah, of. Yeah, it didn't have, like, like, no dimension of his head. Like, yeah. there's no, no space. Depth. Yeah, there you go. It didn't have no depth to it. But uh, that was kind of cool. But he drew fucking Batman, which I missed because that part that looked dope because he gave it away. But you got to see him work on it, though, a little bit when we were there. Yeah, yeah toward the end. But he, he started drawing Catwoman. And, like, right when he started sketching her out, I was like, that's Catwoman. Like, it was nice. instantly yeah. like her. But then he'll go back in. Like, he was like a, a pencil for sketching. But then he'll go back in with, like, a fucking permanent marker and then finish off the rest. Yeah. And it's like, dude, that's he, He's so a straight ridiculous. Sharpie. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> it was cool. So, because let's see. There was a couple of big panels we missed, but I went to the Game as a Pro panel. I caught the tail end of that, which was a bunch of like professional gamers talking about helping other people about how to be be a gamer, pro gamer. Like how much. to how to sort of monetize that, or just like well, how like to just... just tips and tricks on how to basically start out to be gamers a pro. And you can there was it was a huge it was a pretty big room for Q and A, and they didn't have a microphone. The like hell? yeah, yeah, you would have to like. There was a moderator and they would raise their hands and they would just have to like yell out their questions. And the panel had like four or five guys, so the room was. I think they should have had a microphone in the room, but it kind of weird. It was cool. I guess yeah. uh, just a real quickly. I guess what was their sort of thing for somebody that's interested in getting that? Like, how how did they? They so, probably said if you're a did female, you have to be a female? Just and say, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> wear what, underwear. So Put some titties out. <laughs> yeah, when I came in, the people were asking them questions about what was their inspiration and um, how do they keep going type things because a lot of these guys. One of them was a pro gamer for 20 years, and he was talking about his dad. And oh, was it Thresh or uh, what's the other guy's name? There's him, and there's a couple other guys. There's yeah. the Jamaican player. Um, you know, how, he talked about how it was hard for him becoming an immigrant and then, you know, becoming a citizen and then trying to be a pro gamer and how that affected him and his, his family and whatnot. I mean, that's when I came in. At, I missed the beginning, but okay. I caught the end. So, I mean, it was mainly about them, their inspiration, what drove them, and that was kind of what the end of the panel. Okay. So it was pretty interesting. And then uh, did we see anything? Did you guys see anything else? Because I know what I saw. Well, Prodigy and I tried to go see the Teen, teen Titans Go, but uh, it was a little bit crowded and we missed out on that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, you're going to miss out on shit because it's getting fucking canceled, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> It's all bad. That's terrible. Yeah, but no, the, the show is terrible. Oh, yeah. shit. We'll go into that a little bit later because I want to talk about the new animation that they're going to have coming out. So, wait, you guys were in the room. We were in the same room as the uh, Cloak and Dagger panel. Did you guys leave beforehand or did you stay or whatnot? Because that, that had a huge line. And when we separated, we were in that We started in that room. I didn't see it. No, we left. Loot? No, okay. I didn't see it either. Gotcha. Uh, what else? Because I, I get my, my nights kind of confused. I know we watched. So uh, that night is when we had. The confusion. This is where Prodigy and I got to see the world premiere of Suicide Squad, Hell to Pay. Yeah. And then you guys, we were supposed to meet with James at the same time, but we were watching the world premiere of this. Oh, yeah. Is it it the same day that we watched uh, Batman Ninja? No, next day. That was in the morning because I had to, like, wake up and catch up with you guys. Yeah, Yeah, that was literally because when we saw Suicide Squad, Hell to Pay, it had to be late because um, the, the film is rated R. It's an animated film from DC Animation, but it's an R-rated animated film. It'll be out, I believe, the first week of April, next week. Actually, next Tuesday. I think so, pretty quick. So let's not give any... Won't give any I'm not gonna, yeah, I'm not going to give any... Actually, but was I'm, it I'm good, gonna, though? Huh? Was it good, though, compared to the last Suicide Squad movie? Last Suicide Squad movie. The one, uh, where, the one with the, uh, the Teen Squad Titans movie. one, right? Yeah, no, no. The, the one, the, the assault on Arkham. I did not see that where, one. Where Harley Quinn tries to kill the Joker while he's in prison? I did not see okay. that one. 
But this one was pretty dank. Um, I'm going to save my review for when Prodigy comes back. Does Harley Quinn fucking it? Because she fucked in uh, the last there, one. The, and in <laughs> so there's, Battle of the Cow. there's a lesbian fuck scene. How, okay. So you got to watch the entire thing? Yeah. Yeah. How long it was it? for me. It was like an hour and a half, 90 minute movie. That's why the sounds are cool. Yeah. Yes. So, so here's the thing, though. The panel of uh, voice cats, we actually ran into one of them, which was uh, Greg Gunberg. Who's most famous for working with J.J. Abrams in almost everything he does? Um, he's mo- most people make- recognize him from um, Heroes. Mm. He's the guy who can read people's minds in Heroes. Yeah, and then uh, he's also in the latest Star Wars. He's one of the X Men pilots, part of Black Squadron. Um, he was in Alias and a couple other other shows. But we ran into him because he was promoting a uh, graphic novel. You give him a podcast. What? Get him on the podcast? No, we didn't get him on the podcast. Why but- didn't you ask him? Uh, we all rock, rock past him. This, I'm talking about when we walked past him earlier. Oh, on I thought the floor. you meant you met him. Yeah. No, like, well, we did. I thought you said you met him. I said we met him. We saw him at his table. We, I spoke I mean, to him. So why didn't you ask him to come on the podcast? We we were trying to link up with everyone else. Sounds like a, a failure. <laughs> yeah, it was a failure. Oh, your we, part. <laughs> I didn't. We didn't, yeah, <laughs> we didn't know that he was part of the the voice cast. Is this either. your failure? or Is this a failure as a group? This is a failure as a group because we were all rock past him. You all agree I, it was a failure as a group? I didn't meet him. <laughs> Uh, I didn't meet him. I didn't say shit to him. You're saying that we met him. We didn't meet him. We saw him. He said you hi. Met him. You met him. trying to say it's a failure as a group. <laughs> it's a failure as a group because we were all there. We like, all, I don't all. think I was there. I don't, know, I don't know who the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, this is when he was at the table. He's when talking- we were walking by uh, Artist Alley and we went. Through. This is when we first got there. This is before we separated. When you introduced oh, yourself to you're him. you talking about Greg Gutenberg. Yes. Okay, my bad. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. <laughs> Okay, because we said we were going to come back, and then he wasn't there again. Yeah, he wasn't there. He was only there for that night, which was Friday night. And it was before the Suicide Squad Health to Play panel, yeah. which we didn't know. That, fucking there. Yeah. yeah, we didn't know that he was part of the cast. So there's a there's a, actually a couple of uh, familiar stars, like the actress who plays Pam from True Blood, and she's also in uh, Once Upon a Time. She was part of the cast. Um, I can't think of it. She's, a, she's adult sexy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So there's a couple of uh, there's a couple other stars. That's like that a chick that would fuck you and make you a good ass breakfast in the yes. morning. Yes. Oh man. And, she'll give and you do a your juice laundry. Box. <laughs> she'll give you a goddamn juice box. Yeah. She's juice like, box. I paid your bills for you too. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but she will fuck you hard though. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, that pretty much concluded Friday night. Uh, not for me. Um, or Blue because we hung out with uh, James Gavsey again and his son. Yeah, which is really cool. His son's name is well, I don't want to give his son's name away because I don't know if everybody knows about him, but he's a cool kid. Mm-hmm. Um. We had some we had some cool conversations. Uh, James, if y'all didn't know, he wrote a book called Ah, it was the Renegades Guide to Bullying. I believe it's called. Yes. Yeah. Um, he's been on the podcast before. Uh, we met him last year in person at WonderCon, and again we saw him this year. Always great to talk to. I always forget how fucking big he is. He's like yeah. a gigantic man. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's it's fucking crazy. Um, but yeah, it was good good talking to him, and he you know he had some good. Uh, some good advice for the podcast and just some stuff we're going to link up with uh, later. Hopefully next week I'm on vacation. I'll be able to go out there and uh, enroll with him, do some jiu-jitsu with him. So yeah. He's actually cool. pretty damn funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah he's yeah. got some pretty good sense of humor. Yeah. He does this thing called uh, Who Would Win. He has a podcast. I think his podcast is called Who Would Win too, right? Yeah. Yeah. He has like celebrities on there. Like he had uh, Phil Lamar on there. So that nice. was pretty cool. And he said that was like one of his uh, his favorite ones. And That's the, the artist guy uh, that was on the panel, right? No, like, no. Phil Lamar's a voice actor. Uh, yeah, he's a voice actor. On Futurama. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. There's a whole shitload of voices. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 But I know but, he had mentioned hey, he had interviewed somebody, too. He's on too. Mad TV, right? Um, he interviewed the uh, older guy from the yeah, Superman uh, thing. Marv Wolfman. Yeah, Mark Wolfman. Yeah, yeah sure. he's like one of the older. Original fucking. Yeah, Superman artists. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, so that was good, good seeing him again. Uh, hopefully, we'll be able to put together. So, who would win is basically a thing where it's like who would win between like you know superheroes, supervillains, stuff like that. So it's it's really cool if you go to hashtag who would win, you'll see him basically post almost every single day on Twitter about nice. who would win. Plus his podcast, it's really well done. And hopefully, in the future, we'll do a panel about who would, who will win. But we'll announce that once we have a, a panel locked in. So it'll be kind of a, a joint podcast, a joint panel with him. Yeah. But then after that, um, we went back. We got some. F- Wait, did we get food? No, we got some beers and went back to the yeah, hotel room. Yeah. And was that Friday or Saturday night? It was Friday. Friday. Oh, it was Friday night. That's right. Oh, Friday oh. night was the after party. So we can we can give maybe a quick review because we got a chance to watch Krypton. Krypton. Yeah. So. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Krypton. I enjoyed it. So it. I thought it was a good start. You know, if y'all didn't know, this is like when they said it's not a prequel to you know Superman or whatever. They were right because. Uh, well, it's been out for more than a week, right? So I can, we can talk about yeah, it. Yeah, it came out a week. Yeah, like, two weeks ago. A little more than a week, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's, I mean, there's a new episode that just aired tonight. Yeah. 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 So yeah, basically somebody goes back in time to like warn uh, like the grandfather of uh, Superman. Gelel or something like that? Or Selel? Yeah, Stel, 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 We couldn't figure out his name it, yeah. because the whole cast has British accents except for one guy. And everyone kept pronouncing the main guy's name differently. So yeah, we were was, like, what the fuck? It was weird. I mean, there's some weird stuff about the show that's like, it's just weird. Yeah. Like, they have all this fucking technology, and they have dirt roads. Yeah. And everybody's wearing, <laughs> fucking, and everybody's wearing was, a fucking motorcycle jacket with not one motorcycle in sight. I was, just, super, <laughs> I was super drunk and high when I was watching the show, and all I could just, I couldn't stop thinking, like, how can you have this fucking futuristic technology, like, these intelligent people... But you got motherfucking dirt roads. You got fuckers living in goddamn caves and shit. Like, yeah, what the fuck hilarious. is this? Well, in some cases, yeah. There are other times there was like high class. There's like fancy apartments or whatnot, whatever the fuck they were. But they had dirt roads. Like, they should be all kind of dust. And well, maybe that's how advanced they are. They don't even have fucking dirt on their floors. Who knows? But yeah, it was pretty interesting. I will say that we get to see a uh, a version of Brainiac that. Looks we, dope. Look dope. It looks yeah. sick as fuck. Probably yeah. the best rendition on any kind of me- a live action media so far. Because the bullshit they had in fucking Supergirl and yeah, ah, just Supergirl. Supergirls, both of the version of Brainiac were fucking, fucking bad. Yeah, mm. So bad. Because what was it? It was like Brainiac Five is the one that's from the future that's on the show now. But Something then there's like, like the that Brainiac female. Nine. Yeah, she, or was she Brainiac Nine? She's she one of something. I, th- I think she was a brainiac, but she, she was so bad. But that character is so fucking hot, though, in real life. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. not that character, that person, the, the actress. actress. Yeah, yeah. yeah God damn. So that was night one. Um, then day two. Oh wait, hold well, on. Oh, another thing about uh, oh, Krypton. Krypton is that they did kind of like a back to future, back to the future thing about like the the picture. So basically, the guy came back from the future, and he has Superman's cape. And Superman's cape will degrade if they go down a certain path of like basically Superman dying mm, before he's supposed right. to die, or yeah. if he doesn't bust nuts. Yeah, so it's it's been that that's really that's a really cool like spin to it. So I'm pretty sure it's gonna get to, down to like some fibers Probably. sometime in the show, and then it's gonna come all the way back. So yeah, and then uh, I could have sworn they were cussing a little bit on the show. Did I catch that or mm-hmm. nah? Uh, I, I could have sworn someone said so. shit on there. I mean, I know sci-fi does because they do with one on Earth. Wait, but, somebody shit on the floor? Nah. Well, that's probably why I kept Prodigy's interest. Mm. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it had some pretty interesting stuff. The one thing that we we're tri- also we were tripping about is the General Zod's uh, oh, family yeah. line. Because they're, they're black. Yeah. So it was like, what the fuck? Yeah, that wasn't... <laughs> I had a problem with that. I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, it was weird to me. But, I mean, obviously they'll have to make them all black in the future. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. So, so it, just, it was weird. But, but it, I, I thought it was cool that they had, like, black people on Krypton. 
until they got until they said they were Zod. Like the the people that were playing like the Zod family, I was like, oh, well that's fucking weird. Yeah. But I thought it was cool that they actually had you know other ethnicities. It wasn't just all white people that were on Krypton. So that was that was kind of neat. Well, hmm. what was also kind of cool is that like you know they have all these different houses outside of the house of L and the house of Zod, but like the house of L is like they're kind of banished from Krypton, kind of. Because yeah, they're, like they're the just grandfather strange. did some shit in the past, and they're like, "You're banned. You're banned. You can't come back," or some shit like that. Yeah, they also brought in the Kryptonian, well, like the Kryptonian religion, which we've seen on Supergirl. Yeah, we see the we see the actual city of Kandor, and what? Oh, and the uh, Kryptonian martial arts. We oh, yeah. see some of that. That's, that was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah and that's like the, the main like badass chick is she's black. So that's yeah. what I said that they have like a they have a really nice. Mix of cast. Like I said, usually, you know, I'm not about... I, I, diversity is like... It's kind of like a buzzword now, and I, I generally don't like it. Nice. That was cool with, like like I said, with like the people that were just like random other ethnicities that were there, and then the badass chick that was like teaching everybody how to fight, but I just had a problem with this odd shit. So, but... I mean, what it is? It is kind of in the future, so maybe the... the it's, in, it's in the past. Like it, I mean, it's, yeah, it's yeah. in the past. Yeah. <laughs> They're like a few generations. Like, I think it was like three generations into They ain't gonna turn white in three generations? Yeah. Everybody white as fuck? <laughs> Man. They can yeah. get they can get that looted a little bit. No, <laughs> no, no. And so we, I could be have a little bit, a little bit something. Yeah, I mean, we did see some genetic manipulation because they don't fuck. They do like they have kids by machine, apparently. Like literally, like the Matrix. Yeah, they have this machine where if you basically put your hand on it and it'll tell you what your kid will look like, and then it'll tell you what your kid will do for right, a become, job in the future. Yeah, yeah. that was kind of dope. A kid. But they still had from like the Man of Steel, like the basically embryo sacks, like line for miles or whatever. Yeah, so. it was, was kind of crazy how like you can from a drop of blood, it'll show you what your kid's gonna look like and if they'll be healthy or not. And from, and their occupation, yeah, fucking yeah. weird. Was, what the fuck? And what they will look like too. Yeah, that was kind of cool. So, so then Saturday then Saturday, we got up me and uh, Prodigy. We got up early to uh, to go watch um, shit Batman, Batman Ninja because it sounded like it was dope. And for some reason, y'all guys thought I didn't want to see I it. I didn't. <laughs> this is what fucking Prodigy yeah, said. Prodigy, Prodigy said he didn't want to see I was like, what, are you fucking sure? Yeah, he's like... It's a fucked up move. Yeah, yeah, I was like... I woke up... I woke up like... An, <laughs> well, woke, tell, tell everybody where you slept, first of all. So, okay, so... confusing. There was, there was four of us, and we stayed in one hotel room, and like... I was I brought an air mattress, but I thought it, I thought there'd be enough room for me to inflate it so I can sleep on that, but that was not true. There was barely any room for anything. So I started to sleep on the floor, and like I started to get... Like, my back started to hurt, so I actually got up. Started, I laid on the bed on top of the covers next to Prodigy. Fuck! Oh, <laughs> shit. Uh, but Yay! Anyway. <laughs> so Lost I was like, dude, it started, then it started getting super fucking hot in the room, and, like, we couldn't figure out how the hell... off your clothes? You're making no. this sound more oh, Mosh Oh, shit. We couldn't figure out where to, how to turn on the goddamn AC. <laughs> so I started spooning them. Oh, That's what I was cold, like, I can't, yeah. I can't do this. I uh, I actually went out and slept this out of my car, which was nice. It was so, so nice and crisp and cool in my were your car. Sweaty balls facing each other. Uh, or were they, I think they're they were, rubbing. Yeah, yeah. dick to ass. <laughs> I, I don't know if they were dick to dick or oh, ass. They were they were belt looping. Yeah. Y'all gotta look that up if y'all don't know what it is. Looping. I'm sorry. <laughs> but anyways, none of that happened. I fucking left and got went to go sleep in my car. But uh, yeah, I ended up sleeping in my car. But um, yeah. I set my alarm clock to go off so I can go watch Batman Ninja because I'm a Batman fan. I want to go see this movie. But apparently Prodigy thought I didn't want to see it. So they up and left me. He sabotaged you, bro. Yeah. I asked him. But then like, I woke up in like kind of, not in a panic, but like I got up, went into the room. <laughs> and I was like, where the hell is Chronos and Prodigy? With my underwear. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> 
I was like, where the hell is Pro- uh, uh, shit. Cronus. Cronus and Prodigy. And uh, Odinja was like, because he's still in the room sleeping shit. He's all, oh, we can go watch Batman Ninja. I'm like, are you fucking serious? I like, I threw on my clothes real quick because I had my pajamas on. And I like ran to the fucking, <laughs> to the arena to go watch it. And look, I was able to catch I, I up with him. I can see that. I can definitely imagine you running through the streets Anaheim fucking... I gotta, yeah. I gotta see Batman. Yeah, he's got a Batman <laughs> I'm all, on. I'm all pushing people down, <laughs> kicking little kids, fucking cutting the line. But uh, yeah, I was able to catch up with them and we were able to watch it. And that movie was fucking dope. Like five minutes into it, I'm like, I already bought this like three times already. Oh, yeah. God damn. Yeah. That it, movie, I honestly, I, I'm not gonna give spoilers away. I will just tell you, I give it a fucking 9 8. Easily, oh, wow. easily 9 8. And the only reason why I don't give it a fucking 10 is because I'm not a big fan of cell shading yeah. in, in uh, animes. That's the only reason why I knocked off like 0.2. If it was like normal like animation, it'd been fucking 10 easily. But it was it's Japanese animation style and just like the way they take like the Japanese culture and, and migrate into the Batman universe was kind of freaking cool. But then like, you know, Batman has like I don't want to spoil it, but yeah, it was just it was just fucking good. We'll wait till it come out and we'll go into more details. It is it is so fucking over the top. Yeah. When does it, it drop so over the top? Um I, it comes out April twenty eighth digitally and then May sixteenth. But I think we're getting Blu ray copies before it comes out. Yes, we are. So if we do I think we're getting that and Suicide Squad and if we do, we will give them away. Oh yeah. Nice. So yeah. Oh, It'll be dope. I mean <laughs> give it to the give it to the yeah. listeners. Yeah, hopefully it's like a version that we could give away. It's not like a like a viewing oh, version. Yeah, if it's not a view- if it if it's a viewing version, then no. Uh, actually, I'll just fucking buy two copies and I'll, I'll, we'll give one away. But yeah, it's like it's over the top in the best kind of way. When you think something is ridiculous, it gets even more ridiculous. There's a part in the I'm not gonna give away like what happens, but basically, like things like a certain object breaks down like four times. And every single time, it's <laughs> fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, it keeps getting, like, smaller, but it keeps getting awesome. Okay. And, like, once you guys watch it, you understand what the fuck I'm talking about. It's, uh, it's great. Nice. And there's mechs. I'm just saying. That's, that's, that's the one thing I'll say. There's mechs. So, <laughs> they, what about the afternoon on Saturday? Anything happen in the afternoon? Um, there's a couple Saturday panels. Night. So, wait. That, so, that. Batman Ninja comes out digitally April 24th. And then it comes out physically on uh, May 8th, but it's going to have a theatrical release um, in Japan on June 15th. Oh, nice. And also, this movie is in... It's clear that it's actually in Japanese, but the version we watched was dubbed. Because there were some times where the lips and the words didn't match, and I was like, what this? What the fuck? (laughs) But yeah, it's definitely going to be dubbed. The the guy who did a Joker... Because it obviously wasn't Mark Hamill. He did pretty good. Really good, yeah. It took me a second to get used to it. He's not Mark Hamill, but, you know, he did good. And then, um, what's the name did the voice of, of Harley Quinn? Um, Tara Strong, right? Tara Strong, yeah, yeah. which is kind of good, because she has a really good um, um, Harley Quinn voice. Oh, so Suicide Squad, Hell to Pay, came out yesterday. Oh, it did? Oh, yeah. nice. came out the 27th. So there you go. So that night? Well, uh, later on the day, uh, yeah. me and Blue walked around and took some pictures. Uh, we got some, well, he, he got most of them. I, I took some, but he took like 99% of them. Yeah, easily. What did? What else did we do after that? Um, those photos Prodigy. you can see on our Instagram. Yes, yes correct. Instagram. Instagram. And our yes. Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, let's see. There was a couple of uh, panels at Prodigy. Went. He went to the Blackson Entertainment. Well, he's not here. I know. <laughs> but did you all go to a panel in between or no? I thought we did. Yeah, I could have sworn. I know we, we did. did. We didn't get any panels. So I will tell you when we met up because we went to the end of the Fear the Walking Dead panel. 
in the arena. That's when we linked up. Because I went to the Gaming Creator Connection one, which was like a roundtable discussion about uh, how to get into the game industry, what you could be looking for, what kind of connections you should be making type things. It was it was a one-on-one kind of like discussion thing. It was pretty interesting. There was another panel that we, that we went into as well, though. It was a show that I didn't really... Wa- oh, it's The Shield. That was later. Yeah, yeah. So but f- that, that's like what I'm remembering. Because yeah. me and Blue walked the floor for a while. Yeah, so you guys had to have been on there for a while. But then yeah. we linked up to do Fear the Walking Dead because right after Fear the Walking Dead was the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. panel. Yeah. Agents so. of S.H.I.E.L.D. Was, was pretty... I, even though I don't watch the show, but I'm, I'm kind of interested now. It seemed pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah, the last two seasons been actually really good. Especially, yeah. like, uh, when they brought Ghost Rider Ghost on Rider. there. Because they had... Was um, it... Is it Hector or Hernandez? What's... No, it's... Uh, God damn it. I know yeah. what you're talking about. He drives the, the Latin. Yeah, yeah, they have the Latin... Yeah. Um, oh, Ray, uh, his last name is Reyes, isn't it? Maybe. Yeah. But he drives a fucking car, and it's yeah. dope. When it first transformed into, into the hell... Uh, Ghost Rider vehicle, it's uh, it gets it gets hit with a fucking rocket launcher and it flips in the air yeah. and as it's blowing up like it's the wheels and stuff yeah. start catching on fire and it flips over and all of a sudden it's the fucking Ghost Rider vehicle and I was nice. like damn yeah, that's, that's probably the dope. dopest scene in the entire fucking series for that show yeah well that and there's one like fight scene with uh, Quake which is pretty dope but but yeah we saw the end of the Fear of the Walking Dead uh, Morgan's coming on to the show uh, it premieres. Like I think in April, April sixteenth, and it'll it'll be like the season finale, of Walking Dead, and then Fear the Walking Dead will air. So they're gonna do a, a time jump, like that's how well, they're that's... gonna get Morgan onto the show. Oh, yeah. Uh... If you watch Fear the Walking Dead, the last season ended in a particular way. They're gonna do it. They're gonna jump ahead a certain amount of time. Uh, they said how much, but I don't, I don't remember. Okay. I don't remember if it's a year or a few months. And then we sat in after the Fear the Walking Dead immediately after was the Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. panel, which was... Which is funny as hell. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. The whole cast is there except for Clark uh, Klieg. Of course, who plays Coulson, Agent Coulson. Yeah, Agent Coulson. So that was pretty pretty interesting. We were all there for that, which was cool because they had the Q&A panel. They, uh, They are... Approaching their 100th episode, which I believe airs this Friday. Can we talk about Ming Ming Na? Ming Na Win? God. Na. Damn. Why is she so funny, like 50-something years old? Oh, man. Jesus, mm-hmm. man. Ming, yeah, Ming Na Win is, is hot as fuck. She is pretty bad. Even Chloe Bennett's not too bad. Yeah, but I, I gotta, I, hands down, I gotta give it to Ming Na Win. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I mean, Chloe, is, is, she's bad as fuck too, but... Jesus Christ. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, it's pretty awesome. That chick does not age. She doesn't. Shit. She looks the same as she did in, like, the 90s. What if she's taking, like, souls from people or some shit? You know what's funny is that, so she was uh, talking about how uh, she had, like, a scene with uh, Blair Underwood, mm. and she was, like, doing her hair. I'm pretty sure they fucked. Like, the way she was looking, <laughs> she was, like, reminiscent about that shit. She, like, kept playing with her hair. I'm like, that was fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he busted. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, because he plays her husband. for. He's in it for, like... A good quarter of the season. Yeah. Every now and then. So But what's kinda interesting about her story is that like she actually entered her leg and they actually wrote it into the show. So like she hmm. I'm not sure they didn't say what exactly how she hurt her leg, but like in the show what they did is that they she got teleported into the future and she got teleported into the middle of a fucking pipe. So the pipe <laughs> went through her leg. So throughout the show she's kinda like injured because of that fucking pipe through her leg and it's mainly because she had injured her leg in real life. Yeah. Kinda cool. Nice. But also, one thing that we kind of skipped over is that uh, Kronos and I, we played this one VR game oh, yeah. that was there that was kind of dope. It was a four-player, like, um, not capture the flag, but, like, protect the base from, like, a horde of mechanical things coming towards you. That was kind of cool. Yeah, it was Hollow something. Uh, shit, what was it called? Hollow Gate. Hollow yeah, Gate. Hollow Gate. Yeah. yeah. 
And it's it basically there's there's this company they actually sell this giant like rigging system that you can have installed for like a corporation thing or like inside of like a Dave and Buster's or whatever. But what's cool about it was that like with VR like you need to have like light light towers and a lot of the bigger ones when they have like all these different players they have like a bunch of different light towers and stuff like that. But for them all they needed was just two, which is two? crazy. Yeah, but every every headset had their own like PC unit that was above. And their whole cabling system was kind of cool too because they had actual cable like how we have the lights running in here mm-hmm. they had like cables run across and then your the wiring for your for the vr was strung up to that and then it ran along the side and then into the computers instead of it being like on the floor and like you tripping over the cord that was pretty cool but the game that we played i can't actually can't, i can't remember the name of the game but i'm trying to find it that was pretty cool because like at the you actually have guns physical guns that you get to shoot around like shoot things but like in the middle between everybody so everybody's kind of like their backs are kind of toward each other, and in the middle is like this this pillar, and on top of that pillar in the virtual game, like extra things will pop up. So you can have like a shield boost, or like your weapons can change. So you you shoot toward that, and then all of a sudden you can start shooting the the enemies and stuff. But it was a pretty good, cool game. We played it twice. We played it with uh with James and his son. That's what it looks like for everybody. That's yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah, it was pretty dope. But we also went to this other this thing called the. The dome? What was it the dome something? Yeah. yeah. That was kind of whack, though. Is it the dome earth thing? Well, it was, it was, it was like a mini uh, IMAX dome. Yeah. But, I mean, it was kind of cool. I just I just didn't care what was on. It was hot as fuck in there. Uh, <laughs> it was like one of those, uh, like a, I'm not sure if you've ever done this, but um, it's like a giant TP. There's this thing where there's a TP, and, like, they have, like, hot bricks and stuff in there, and you go in there, and you, like, sweat out your toxins or whatever, and you, like, leave and, like, go swimming or whatever to rinse off, but... It was. Some, it reminded me of that. Why when I walked in there. Uh huh. Um, going back to the Agents of Shield panel, uh, because Clark wasn't there, Chloe Bennett FaceTimed him. Yeah, that was cool. for the crowd, which is actually pretty cool. Because apparently he's doing scenes for Captain Marvel. Yes. Uh, that's not what she said. She no, she didn't say it, but they came out like she the, was there for like the. Uh, or he was he was in DC for a protest. Yeah, but apparently he's still doing scenes. That's so, cool that he would he would do. It that. was cool that he, yeah, because he he was on the phone. He's like, you know, I love you, WonderCon. Everyone, the crowd went crazy. But it was cool yeah. because like she was able to just call him and then get him on the phone and able to like show him like that she's actually talking to him. Mm-hmm. That was kind of cool. Oh, that's pretty interesting. But one thing I feel like that was kind of cheesy was like the last question because they had people come up and ask questions and stuff like that. And the last question was. Um, you know, can we get like a sample of like what we're gonna expect next season? I think season? that was staged. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, I think that was staged too because like <laughs> I'm that's... pretty sure that was staged. Because after they showed the the video of what's coming up, like that was it. Like that was the end. So yeah, yeah. I definitely think that was staged. Yeah, we actually saw like a good portion of the episode that's coming up. We saw like the end of the episode. Yeah, which is pretty interesting. Going kind of going back to the Fear of the Walking Dead, it was funny because like they're like you can ask questions and stuff like that. And I guess somebody came up to ask a question, but it turned out to be, like, one of the actresses' cousin. Oh, yeah, Maggie Grace. Yeah, so she was, like, she was kind of concerned what kind of question she was going to ask him. And uh, Chris Harwick was the the moderator for for The Fear of the Walking Dead. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) that dude's so funny. Like, I used to hate him on G4. Like, he was always so fucking annoying to me, but he's, like, so funny now to me. But, like, he kept, like, joking around with her and stuff like that. It was kind of cool. But, yeah, so that was it for... We didn't for, do much on. I mean, we did a lot on Saturday, but not. We didn't see that many panels. At least I didn't. Yeah, we uh, walked. Yeah, we walked the floor a lot. It was um, probably when I saw the most panels. But later oh, that night. Oh, go uh, ahead. I was gonna say I actually got to meet somebody kind of important. 
um actually two people well one's more important than the other but um i had walked out to go get some water um at this little cafe uh thing that's over near the arena mm. and on my way back i went to jo- into greg nigatero yeah yeah who is uh the, the director and showrunner for yeah, walking, walking dead, dead. Yeah. so i was able to get a picture with him he actually was kind of cool i you know i kind of did a little promoting thing but i was so fucking starstruck too about it like i tried not to be starstruck but like i was super fucking nervous talking to this dude but I was like, yeah, you, I, I do a podcast, and uh, <laughs> it'll be cool if we can get you on there. And I was like, oh, oh, we'll, we'll be honored if you go come <laughs> on to, to the show. He's like, oh, yeah, that sounds cool. Um, definitely reach out to an A&E. They're the one that handled, like, the whole promoting <laughs> thing. I yeah. was like, oh, yeah, I'll definitely, I'll definitely do that. Uh, <laughs> Which, I mean, we do have contact at A&E. Yeah, so. so it'd be cool to have him on here, but that dude's, like, big. But then, like, another person I ran into, so, like... But I say, we, we I mean, um, Badlands, yeah. and then, um... And, um... We've be- Badlands, we've done Fear Ash the Walking Dead. Ash versus Evil Dead. Ash no, that's not, that's not on any. What? Ash versus Evil Dead is on no, uh, Stars. Stars. Yeah. Oh, that's right, yeah. yeah. Bad, damn, uh, but, yeah, Into the Badlands, for the Walking Dead, we both... Yeah. ...done. Yeah. So, we got, got a little bit of... Got a pinky Wait. in the door. <laughs> <laughs> so, another person I ran into, um... I mean, I, I like a, like I watch a lot, a lot of YouTube channels, and one of them I watch is called the uh, the Fine Brothers, and they have this thing called the React Channel. And I actually oh. ran into one of the actresses from that from the show. The the her name is Brooklyn, and she's the girl that she's a black girl, and she has like her eyebrows are always on fucking point on the show, but she has like long like crazy curly hair and stuff like that. But like it was funny because when I walked by her. Like, I recognized her face, but like I didn't know exactly who she was uh-huh. until like I went over there to talk to her. But uh, it was kind of crazy talking to her because I, was, I wasn't starstruck because I know it's just, like, YouTube, like, it's just a normal person. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. She was really cool. Like, she was really fun to talk to. Like, I talked to her for maybe about, like, like five or ten minutes to talking about the show and how everything is done. But, um, like, I was able to take a picture of her because she was dressed up as Negan, which was kind of cool. So I got some cool shots of her as Negan. But, um, you know, I, I explained to her how we have a podcast and we do reacts and stuff, too, and all this uh, different stuff. But um, it's funny. Actually, happy birthday to her because she just turned 20. What's her name? Uh, Brooklyn something. I, I don't think I know her last name. I remember. I can't. But I, I saw the. Yeah, but I'm, I'm yeah. real. Brooklyn real Fenton. Yes, yeah. that's her. Well, that's her when she's like super young. Yeah, she just turned 20. And it was funny because like um, I can't remember what we were talking. No, no. So on the, on the React channel, she was part of the teens React. But now since she's 20, she's part of the college teens or college React segment or whatever and uh i was talking about it and she was like yeah i'm about to turn 20 um and like in two days like i think her birthday was on, on monday and i was thinking to myself like oh my god i'm like 18 years older than this chick it's so fucking ridiculous yeah. you're graduating high school when she was born yeah you were an I was adult. Like, if, I, if i'd have had a kid out of high school it would have been the same age as her yeah it'd been fucking it's crazy Life but yeah she's really cool fast. yeah it does <laughs> but yeah she was really cool and like you know i took her picture and i tagged her in it and she like i think she liked it but oh, yeah. I get, let me see if I can find a picture of her. Hold on. But as, as he looked that up, um, what's also cool is that when uh, we were walking the floor, like there's so many cool cosplayers there. Like people were dressed up as, um, like one guy was dressed up as Megatron, which was fucking dope. But he was like probably like maybe eight, eight and a half feet tall. Are you talking about? Uh, Soundwave? No, Megatron. Oh, I saw oh. a Soundwave one. Yeah, that was one? Okay. Yeah, there was. We walked by Soundwave, which I, I took. Yeah, this is uh here's ah, okay yeah, yeah here's Brooklyn legit forgot I have buttons now I can press buttons she was uh Shigen yeah <laughs> and there's like an I think there's another picture I posted of her there is no different 
Yeah, that one's a little bit better. Nice. It's here. But at first, when I was thinking about, when I was talking to her, I was like, damn, this chick's cute. <laughs> but way too young. Be yeah. way too young. Yeah. <laughs> way too young. But, um, yeah, so, like, I took a picture of a guy dressed up as, um, as Optimus Prime, and dude was fucking tall, which is kind of cool. Um, oh, no, you got Megatron. I don't think you got Optimus Prime. Not to get Me- I didn't get Optimus Prime. Yeah, you got Megatron. Here's, uh, here's Megatron. Nice. He, this, yeah, he was like ten feet. He's like ten feet tall. Yeah. Oh damn! It was fucking. Yeah, ridiculous. he was huge. Yeah. <clears throat> but apparently, like, there was somebody there dressed up as uh, Voltron that I didn't see. Like, uh, I saw it in uh, was it Hip Hop Stormtroopers Instagram? Oh, dude, that was awesome. Video with them. Um, I took a picture of uh, Soundwave, and I think Starscream was there too. Yeah, Soundwave. We have that one. I'll pull it up. That's legit. Yeah. That's awesome. yeah. I, w- I wish I wanted. I should have tried to see if he can talk like Soundwave because Soundwave is one of my favorite. Um, I think it's every black dude's fucking favorite. Yeah, but that's the way he talks. No, about yeah. Jazz, everyone, old black people. Uh, no, Decepticon. Oh, Decepticon. Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. yeah. Talk about hot Jazz was black. Everybody knows this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I get, I, I, if I could get like a ringtone with just sound, sound wave talking. You got mail. Yeah. <laughs> Puny human. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, it was cool walking the floor. Um, what else we do talk. on Sunday or on Saturday? <laughs> Saturday we went out. I was gonna say something happened for Cronus get all dehydrated. Mm. Yeah, so <laughs> so part of being going to the WonderCon, uh, we got a there was an after party that was hosted by D Pity. Yeah, which confused the fuck out of me because at first when I first saw it, I thought it said P Diddy. I was like, P Diddy's here? What the fuck? Mm. We about to turn it up. But no, uh, D Pity is the guy who cosplay as Deadpool. He's like he does like all the funny like prank videos at cons as Deadpool, which is kind of cool. But um, yeah, so it was at a bowl now. It's at a Bowmore, which is kind of maybe about a mile away from the from the the Anaheim Convention Center. Um, but yeah, it was a group num- a good number of people that was still dressed up in cosplay. Once we got there, we got they had like a photo booth set up, so we took pictures. And um, they had like, and this all cost like twenty bucks. But they had like drink specials and the bartender. She was like really cool. It was all you could bowl as much as you want for on twenty bucks. Oh yeah, so for the that rest pays for a day almost. Oh yeah. yeah. But uh, we met some, like, uh, well, there's one guy dressed there that dressed up as uh, Rufio from Captain Hook. But uh, apparently, what uh, nobody fucking knew, the actual actor who played Rufio showed up. Yeah, here's, here's Rufio. Yeah, yeah, uh, Dante Basco. Yeah. He showed up, we didn't see him. And apparently he was there for like an hour or so, and then it bounced. Totally missed him. Yeah. yeah. Damn. But it was a cool night. Um, did drink a lot. <laughs> But actually, I don't think I, I don't think we really drunk that much. Um, I drank a lot. Yeah. I think I had like maybe two beers, an old fashioned, a shot, and that's it. I, I don't more than that. think I had that much. Yeah, I got, I got pretty lit. Yeah, we. Met- oh wait, I did take a shot before. I did a little pregame before we went there, and I also took a hit. So yeah, it was pretty. Shit adds up. Yeah. yeah. Shit adds up. Yeah, we were bowling with uh, Lady Deadpool. Yeah, which uh, do we have a? We only have one picture with her, right? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Okay, here we go. This is uh, oh, that's her with the uh, Kylo Ren's mask. Yeah, so uh, she's forced choking him, or choking him actually. <laughs> just actually choking him. Yeah, and her name was Nidra. Yeah, yeah, she was really cool. Her and Chrome's got into a bit of a debate. <laughs> she, was, she was a nice girl. Yeah, nice woman, not girl. She's a woman. She's a grown ass <laughs> woman because oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You should definitely check out her Instagram, and it's at Nidra Q Fitness. Oh boy, she is uh she's hot. Yes. Yeah. Just in case anybody's asking, if you go to our Instagram page, she's hot. She's a fitness like trainer. Yeah. So yeah, she's hot. And she cosplays. Yeah. 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 She so yeah, 
That because, was it for Saturday. Because of what happened on Saturday, because we stayed up until about 2 a.m. drinking. And it was funny. We came back to the hotel room. Prodigy's all trying to go to sleep. I was trying to be loud as fuck because of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, but yeah, we had um, interview set up for the next morning. Or the next day. Not really the morning. Mm. And my interview that I wanted to do was with Ruth Carter. And she was the, the woman who did the costume designs for Black Panther. I was super hyped for this fucking interview. Really wanted to interview her. Um, before I did the interview, I already knew I was fucking like super dehydrated. I had a fucking headache because the night before. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, but you know what? It's, it's not that bad. So I usually don't get hangovers. So I'm just like, you know what? I'll just fucking power through it. I'll be all right. Interview starts. I'm doing just fine. I'm asking her good questions, you know. And then uh, all of a sudden, like, like I think three or four questions in, I'm looking at the camera. I just fucking blank. <laughs> like, literally, I just fucking blank. I can't think of shit to say. Can't think of my next, my next question. And I was just like, what the fuck, dude? It was awful. I feel like such a fucking jackass <laughs> uh, in front of her. But she was real nice about it, you know. She's like, oh, don't worry. You can just edit it out. And I was just like, yeah, you know, I can. And um, right after that, I asked her, like, maybe one, maybe two questions. And I was like, you know what? I can't have this me blinking my mind again in this interview, so I'm just going to end it uh, right now. And so I ended it like like super early, and I didn't I didn't even get to say like, hey, you know, where can everybody find you? More about you? Blah 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 blah. Ouch. Yeah, I was like, fuck, that that sucked. But uh, it's all good. I'm, when I eventually release the video, I'll uh, obviously it's going to be edited, but I'm going to add in some extra stuff to like let people know like why it was so short and shit like that. But gotcha. she was super cool, and uh, I didn't know this. Most people probably didn't know this. But she was also the the costume designer on Malcolm X. Oh, was she really? Wow. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I remember the comment she made to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She thought I was uh, a little kid. So yeah. <laughs> which, which was a compliment and a backhand yeah, slap. Yeah. <laughs> we're yeah. trying to say like, do you remember the movie or something? <laughs> yeah. She was oh, like, God. I was like, I didn't know that you were, you know, the the costume designer for for Malcolm X. She's like, were you even alive when that movie was made? And I was like, uh, yeah, I'm almost 40, so, uh, yeah. I was like, I, I literally told her, I was like, I take it as a compliment. But, yeah, <laughs> I was like 13 when that movie came out, so. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> but it's all good. I mean, I, I'm glad that somebody thinks. I mean, she actually, she looks younger than, than she oh, is, yeah. too. Like, she looked great. Yeah, yeah, she looks great for her age. Um, I'm pretty sure she's got to be in her 50s or 60s. Okay. So, I actually don't know, but she looks, she looks good for her age. And she was. Do you want nice. to share the picture of you interviewing her? Yeah, yeah. Really nice woman. So anybody watching or listening to us on the on Instagram or sorry Instagram on uh, SoundCloud or whatever avenue you're using, uh, we're watching. We're looking at the picture right now on our Instagram. So go check that out. If yeah. you want to know our Instagram, it is B T H A N B T I, or look up Blacker Than Black Times Infinity. Yeah, she was super professional. Like she knew like right away when the interview started. Look at the fucking camera. So a lot of people like they, they'll look at you, and but they don't understand that when you're giving an interview for somebody that's recorded. If you look at the camera, you're doing it for the audience. So you look at the camera, so you think... So it's like they're looking... Like you're looking at them. So, yeah. Really cool. Obviously, I did some fucked up unprofessional shit by just blanking. So, uh, I doubt Ruth's going to hear this, but I apologize. <laughs> I, you know, you live and you learn. She seemed to do cool. Yeah, yeah. She's cool about it. But then after that, um, I got in the ring and tried to do an interview, too. So you didn't um, try. You did great. I want, so, I wanted to interview Emily Colts. Colts? Um, she's the one that plays, um, Blues interview. Kimber Renee, or she, she's in Star Trek Discovery. She plays one of the, the, op- one of the ensigns, yeah. yeah, one of the operators of the ship or whatever, I believe. But, um, yeah, she was really cool, but she, I guess this was kind of her first con, so she didn't want to do her interviews alone. So she wanted to do it with, with somebody else. So she was doing it with, uh, Ariel Barrer, Bar- yeah. who's, uh, she's, um, from the Runaways, which ah. was kind of cool. 
So I oh, haven't. Damn it! I wish. <laughs> oh, I wish. Yeah. And I kind of think she, I got kind of sort of crush on her. <laughs> she she was really cool. She was really nice. Both actually, both of them were really nice. Um, but I wasn't prepared to interview her because I never watched the show. So I had to like do like a quick scroll through like the show and find out She's who her a character sex scene was. In that sh- in that show too. And runaway. Well, like yeah. she controlled the giant dinosaur, right? Yeah, like, that's the, one of her powers. Yeah, didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> awesome yeah she's sort of I, in many ways it's almost like she's sort of like the main character of the teen group mm-hmm. but i mean it, it's a really good and i've been sort of preaching on it like non-stop to, to check it out but uh she she's a she's a really big role in well that. i definitely want to check it out because after we were talking with her and she mentioned how she controlled the giant robot and the, the whole world and like they um had asked her or you can when the interview gets posted you can find out what questions are asked her but um i kind of I think one thing we learned from this doing this is that we need to kind of have more prep time for this and not go in there kind of gun hole because like I couldn't think of questions to ask so I just did like my normal blue thing is kind of ask like random questions that would pop in my head so like I asked them like you know like when you're interviewing somebody and there's two people from two different shows that shit is actually really difficult because you can't just talk to one about a show and then all of a sudden change the subject and talk about the other show and then kind of go back to the other person because you don't want to leave them out. Damn. So I was like jumping around, asking about the shows, and I was like, you know, I'm just gonna ask them like, like normal questions, like how, like if I met them like in an alley or something like that. So I just started asking like, you know, what's yeah, that's right. Talk to two women about how you meet them in an alley. What you would say to them? <laughs> so that's like, a, hey, you wanna, black, yeah. a black dude with two. You want to buy some cocaine? One. Oh, damn. It's the kind of candy you smoke from a pipe. Yeah, oh, man. It's, it's that booger sugar. Damn. Oh. I would have had so many. I would have been. Ch- chewing her ear off with with the runaway girl. I should I should sent you a uh, quick yeah. text and actually like what question? I would I would have been I would add a list like boom 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 boom. Well, yeah. I think what we learned this is kind of like some behind the scenes shit, but uh, WonderCon actually did a really good job about like well they did a really good job then a kind of a bad job. So this is two credit one good one bad. What was great is that ahead of time like well ahead of time they gave us opportunity to set up interviews with people. Um, some of them didn't go through like we wanted to get one with Michelle Nichols which for some reason did not materialize, which we're kind of disappointed about. Um, but you know, the other ones, they, they went through and on our side, we, we should have like made our own internal itinerary. Yeah. That's what we should have done. It's like made a fucking calendar and be like, Hey, one of us needs to fucking go here, here, go here. We didn't do that. Okay. All right. Um, and then what was kind of, what was the bad part on their part? Oh, so they kept, they fucking changed the times on shit. Uh, Right. So yeah, like panels got the times got changed and like, so if y'all didn't know, when there's panels for, like, all the panels for, like, the public stuff, there's other panels for the press. All right? And so when they change the times for everything, it changes the time usually for the press, too. So you might miss out on some shit. Because, like, I think we missed, like, one interview opportunity with the press before, like, the actual public. We missed two. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, they need, they should have, like, sent out emails to everybody that signed up Yeah. for those press events. Because, like, the previous uh, cons that we went to... Because usually, you know, when you are go to, like, a, a panel, you can't record. But when you go to, like, if you're press, they have, like, this whole behind-the-scenes, like, press panel thing where you get, well, like, one-on-one time or roundtable time with the actors or actresses. And that way you can get, like, actual recordings of them. I think that was dope, but at the same time, like I said, they kind of fucked up the time schedule. And that kind of fucked us on some stuff. What's also kind of cool about that, too, is that, like, I kind of felt a little important because, like, the one of the publicists, actually, there was a few of them. Like, they would, like, once they, once the actor or actresses were done doing their interviews, they would, like, go and get them for us and bring them to us. Like, it wasn't us, like, hey, like, trying to flag them down, like, hey, King Bear, can we get a quick yeah. interview? They were actually being brought to us, which is kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. And, like, one of them, I forget what her name was, little short girl. But uh, she was actually saying that there would be somebody that would be perfect for our, our podcast. 
and she like she's gonna link up with us to, to get them on. So hmm. I think that'd be pretty cool. So it's pretty awesome that they pay attention to their to their press core and that they try to like help them out. So I think that that's really good. Yeah, awesome. Uh, and then we had another press event. Yes, yes. for Old Ninja. Yeah. So we did right, literally right after our uh, interviews with Ruth and Emily and damn it, Ruth Carter, Ruth. Well, yeah. What was that? No, Ariel. Oh, Ariel. 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 Yeah, we Ariel? got to we got to meet with the uh, Black Lightning showrunners. So we got to meet with three writers, and then the creator of the show, uh, Salim Akil himself. So we got to ask. Uh, it was a roundtable discussion. It was different than what we did last time. Uh, we actually sat at a roundtable. There were other uh, press and podcasters like us, and they we all got to do you know roundtable discussion with them uh we get to ask them like a question each we literally had like maybe less than five minutes with each yeah, uh, each that. member but yeah, i got that five minutes because the uh, the lady the publicist chick she was like sitting there with the goddamn timer and she was like yeah they had they had the wrap thing. that shit up yeah so she, we were she would signal us that we'd had to wrap stuff up and so we had to do kind of rapid fire but we had to be respectful of each other and you know, at least get at least get one question in from each outlet. So it worked out. I managed to get a question, sometimes two in. Uh, I think I got two with uh, Salima Kill. That guy was really intense. Uh, he's been through a lot of stuff, and he where he's at now is uh, a triumph to a and lot of a lot of things in his life. So. And I believe he said he was from Richmond, California. He, I didn't ask, but I, yeah, was, I, I, I heard him. Like, someone looked it up. Yes, yeah, yeah. I it was on a different panel. Yeah, on okay. a different panel. He yeah, said it. Yeah, we, we because of our earlier interview, we actually missed the opportunity to go to the Black Lightning panel because they showed this past week's episode. But we were, you know, doing doing our thing and doing our interviews. We literally went from one interview spot to the next, and we had time to set up. So it worked out. Um, but it was kind of yeah. cool because Salim had his... Not- Who? Salim Akil. Salim Akil. Salim Akil, who's the his, showrunner. He had his daughter there. Or no, was his son? His son. Well, what he had his son. Daughter. No, he had well, his daughter. He had his son. He had his daughter. No, no, no. There was a son. Salim's son was there. Another was guy's, his son? Yeah, the other. <laughs> another guy's daughter was there. Yes. One of the other writers, yeah. he brought his it daughter. Was, it was Salim Akil brought his son. It was his youngest son. Salim has a beard. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, they had a goatee. Because I remember he had, um, Salim had said that his his older son does the He's a rapper. intro for yep. the show. That is correct. He's also done a couple of tracks for the show. There's a couple episodes where his other tracks are in the show, and uh, you know we brought that up to him, and he, he you know let us know you know it's all about the family and whatnot for the show, and basically if he came up, everybody's coming up basically. So you know started from the bottom, now we're here. It's literally the case for Salim Kill. So it worked out. Um, we got some really good questions in. Um, you're gonna have to check out all of the interviews that we are going to post soon. What's um, what's kind of too cool? I had like a, a prompt to interview with Salim's wife because she was kind of sitting at the table I was at, and I I just happened to ask her like, oh hey, is that is that your son up there? And she's like, oh yeah. I'm like, um, I, I had asked her what is it like being married to somebody like in an industry, and she had said that like it's really difficult because it's kind of a roller coaster ride. Because, you know, shows get canceled and they kind of find out they're getting canceled kind of like last minute. So, you know, she's really hoping that the show works out. But, um, you know, like it, it can be like a, the, the show can be really successful, but all of a sudden it just takes a dip. And then all, all of a sudden, like everybody's getting laid off or whatever. And then he's got to like go and try to find new work or new projects for him to work on. And then it's like it's always an up and down. And plus, 
like the show is filmed i think in i can't remember what she said it's filmed far away so he's gone for like months at a time and so she doesn't get to see him that much so there's some there's some downside to being in the industry oh yeah there's always i'm sure the money doesn't hurt yeah there's there's a bunch of stuff and uh especially with new shows there's always like that period of do they have enough viewers are they gonna make it i mean even even veteran shows like uh agents of shield they are anticipating that this could be their last season but they want to keep going because there's a bunch of there's going to be a major event this summer which will be infinity war yeah i think infinity war is going to like change it should change the landscape like uh winter soldier did yeah so it should as winter soldier changed the show so you know they're hoping to expand on that and bring in other characters that you know are in the marvel universe but may not be they're probably d and e listers but the show's had the opportunity to do that so they're hoping to do that again. It's cool because no one. It's funny because Jed, uh, shit, what's his, Jed Whedon? He's one of the writers and creators. Him and Josh were both work, worked on the show, and uh, him and his wife. So Jed just recently got married. So him and his wife were both writers on the show, but they could lose this opportunity depending on ABC doesn't keep them or not. So we shall see. All right, what what else happened that day? Uh, this was. Uh, Sunday. Sunday. Okay. So this is so, kind of the last day. Yeah, Sunday we, we were kind of wrapping up. Yeah. We took more cosplay, more cosplay pics. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's when I took a picture of um, that Lisa Kitty. Le- Lisa Cat? Lisa Cat official? Yeah. She's, oh, yeah. She's pretty bad. Let me see if I can uh, bring her up here. She was, she cosplay as, what is it, Cindy from Cindy, yeah. Final Fantasy 15? Yeah, Final Fantasy 15. So this is, this is her. Yeah, As Cindy looks pretty great. Uh, is it the next one her too? Nope. Hold on. So we're looking at that's on our Instagram. So Stephanie, check it out. She has on the back of her thighs. It says "Press Start." Oh yeah, and it's real big. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's fucking awesome. When I first saw it, I thought maybe it was just like maybe spray painted or painted on there, but that shit's tattooed on the back of her legs. Like yeah, she's hardcore great. like that. I saw her the day before, but she's bad as fuck. But she also has the Twitch channel too, so you can watch her. I guess play games. Um, it's twitch.com slash, what is it, Lisa Lizcat oh, official? Let me find her. It is, yeah, L-I-Z-K-A-T-Z official. Yeah. And definitely follow her on Instagram. Yeah, she she has a lot of followers. I'm pretty sure, right? Sure. Oh, I'm sure she I think does. it was like 130,000. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Uh, we, Blue thought he saw Momokun. Oh right. yeah, that was that was embarrassing. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. The cosplayer was pretty. She was very, she was very pretty, and she cosplayed as like fifties May from Overwatch. Yeah, it was like a diner's version of May. So she was pretty cool. She worked out, but we saw also um, Ivy Doom Kitty was there. Oh yeah, we got a glimpse of her, but there was like a line of people wait like to meet her, and there was this one tall, like had to be at least eight foot tall, of um. What's the chick's name? The magic chick from the Batman series? Oh, what's her name? She's the one that she casts spells and she says them in reverse. Oh, Zatanna? Yeah, Zatanna. So I'm pretty sure... That was a man? Well, <laughs> former man. Yeah. yeah. Only because of like, the jawline. But yeah, super tall. Like he, even, for, even for a man. Yeah. Super tall. Like he, probably 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, Easily. He was yeah. tall. Super but tall. he looked amazing well, as I don't know Santana. if it was a guy or a girl. Yeah. So, yeah. Hmm. Okay. If, 
Yeah. And then we ended the day with going to Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. That oh, we did. Oh, yeah. yeah. I got pissed for a minute, though, because they were at shift change. And I was like, yo, can you not be a black establishment and just get people on shift? Because, mm. like, we were waiting for, like, fucking 30 minutes, 30, yeah. 40 minutes. Oh. And I was like, bitch, there's nobody. The they had so many empty, empty tables. tables. There were so many fucking empty tables. But it was fucking shift change, apparently. Uh, so and that was the one in, in, in Anaheim? Yeah. 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 It's right by Disneyland. It was so good. I There was, like, it's one good. order was enough food f- to, like, give me a heart attack. It was so good. Like, we... Uh, Crotus and I ordered the same thing, and it was like an omelet with fried chicken in it. It was oh, yeah. fucking good. Was that? A, that's what it was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, oh you got, man. You got chicken chili on top, though. I, I, I did. That. I had the chili on top. But so, man. I, you know, if I get chili, I might I, I might take a shit. But I take a shit anyway. Like when I was, uh, <laughs> there's that was some, actually pretty good. Like I don't like fried chicken, but there's some fried chicken that I'll eat. And Roscoe's chicken and waffles is one of them. Yeah, like, it was so good. So I mean, an it. omelet with like seasoned fried chicken in it. Yeah. It was fucking that sounds bomb. good. It was so it's good. So Plus, and we, the mac and cheese. We got the mac and cheese was fucking legit. It was so good. Yeah, shit was good. It was good. So overall, it was a good-ass time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a good time. It's fun definitely a lot of fun. Looks we, like our next event will be the Silicon Valley Comic Con. Yes. Next week. Which will be next week. Oh, shit. Damn. Oh, I got to buy my daughter a ticket. Shit, I forgot. I'll be there on Saturday. <laughs> I will be there, too. I'm going to try to be there early because I believe we have early access. Yeah, I'm off that entire weekend so i can hit up whatever yeah i'm gonna be there i'm gonna be there saturday all day i'm bringing my little cousin with me because it'll be his first con and he's gonna see all the craziness there there's a shit ton of stars that are going to be i saw kilgrave supposed to be there yes he got Um, oh we saw him briefly at a WonderCon. he showed up girls i used to fap to back in the day christina ritchie oh my goodness uh, when, that went that's uh wednesday adams yeah from uh everyone snake bone yeah oh yeah um, actually, there. the actress that from uh, Altered Carbon will be there. The actress who plays Ortega. Oh, yeah. She's going to be there. Madge Mickelson will wait, be wait, there. Uh, the Phoenix watched Alternate Carbon. And I was like, um, you see the, so- the shower scene with the cop detective? She's all like, yeah, that chick had a badass body. I was like, <laughs> part of me was like, am I stepping to my own goddamn trap? I better not. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, was like, I almost was like, hell yeah, I was. But I was like, yeah, she aight. <laughs> <laughs> I concur. Oh, man. <laughs> But yeah, if, you, if you're going to be coming out to Silicon Valley Comic Con, you can probably find me because I like to go to, I think it's called Tranquil, which is like this bar that's kind of like on the side of the convention center. Yeah, I think now it's you called should, Tank. Is it Tank? Tank? I think it's Tank. Yeah, it's T-A-N-Q. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was Tranquil, but all right. That sounds... But uh, yeah, you can definitely, you can definitely be... find me there because I'll probably go there and have a drink and maybe ch- chit-chat with a few like cosplayers that... We'll be hanging out there. Yeah, we just... Yeah. Is there, like, a set after party that they have for that thing? There probably is. Okay, yeah. But well, there's... I mean, there's there's so much going to be going on. It'll probably be packed again. Um, Stan Lee, possibly his last appearance, will be there. It's going to be kind of crazy. Um, I don't know if I'm going to go to any panels, because there's, there's going to be panels, obviously. But uh, usually I spend most of the time on the floor, and we'll probably link up and whatnot. Um, I'm wondering if Ella Darling will be there. She probably tweet at her. No, she's already there for the porn. I mean, not for SVR. Yeah, yeah. No, well, we should ask if she's. No, wouldn't hurt. See if she's going. Gotcha. But yeah, it's gonna be good times. Uh, I think only. I think only Prodigy's going more than one day. I'm going all three days. You're going all three. I'm available to go. Whatever days. Yeah. So uh, I'm probably gonna pick up pass early, but yeah, you can come most likely see a Saturday with the whole squad. What's kind of funny? Last year, um, I took pictures of these cos these this one group of cosplayers, but I took their picture 
every day, three days in a row, but they were dressed up as three different characters. And it was so funny because, like, by the second day, they were like, dude, you you taking our picture, like, a bunch of times already. Like, I took a picture, then there's like, there was, like, four of them. I took all of their pictures throughout the day, but on different days. Or, throughout the day, during one day, but, like, they were different characters the other days. But, um, it was funny because toward the end, they are like, dude, you took our pictures, like, every fucking time in different costumes like that. And I actually got their names and, like, I followed them on Instagram and stuff like that. But I definitely hope to see them there because they were at, uh, WonderCon. But I didn't get a chance to meet up with them. Nice. But, uh, yeah, it'd be cool to see them again. So, uh, like, it looks like it was a badass bomb event. Yeah, when it comes fun. It's all, except for, hold on, can we talk about the fucking Jesus people? Oh, my God. Jesus fucking Christ. Why? Why are they fucking there? (sighs) I gotta understand. These motherfuckers are such assholes. So, first of all, they were just assholes on like a basic level. So these right. like these Jesus protesters or picketers that was in front of the con that had like signs and like, stuff that says Jesus will save your soul or some blah 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 bullshit. You know what I'm gonna do next year? If I go next, year, I'm gonna buy a fucking megaphone. <laughs> if I see him again, I'm gonna bring on the fucking megaphone. I'm just gonna Shout talk him to the whole fucking time. Shout him down. Yeah. <laughs> I, seriously, it, it was so fucking embarrassing because they were sitting there talking about uh, Santa Claus isn't real, Easter Bunny isn't real, you live in all these comic books. It's like, dude, there are fucking children here. That you're literally telling them that Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny aren't real. And don't get me wrong, I don't teach my own kids about fucking Santa Claus and Easter Bunny and shit. But it's fucked up for the kids that do believe in that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. For you to just fucking destroy their dreams on your Jesus nonsense. It's like, first of all, you believe in, you're like, believing in this book that is questionable at best. Especially to me, I don't fucking believe that shit at all. <laughs> so for you to sit there and be like, your pretend shit means less than my pretend shit. It's <laughs> fucking stupid as fuck. And they were just, they called, they were like, I bet some of y'all are homos. And I'm just like, first of all, who says homos? Second of all, why do you give a shit about their sexual orientation? Then they went off on some fucking Hillary Clinton tangent. And I was just like, you guys, just fucking go away. You know what I mean? Like, about the homo thing, because I guess he's like, oh, so now now your your comics have homos in it now. And like, that's, uh, it was so, it was so annoying. But the saddest thing about it was that they were so loud. And they were by the entrance, so like there was people coming in, and they had to hear this stuff. But the stuff the guy was saying was so like, if you're if you're a Christian person, like you're supposed to be like good to toward others and all those different things. Like this guy definitely was not that, in my opinion. Oh Christ! There was a bunch of them too. It's just they're just fucking assholes. You yeah. Know? And yeah. He, like girls that were dressing up skimpy was like, oh, you're going to hell for showing off your skin and stuff like that. This isn't Jesus work. And I was, oh my God. I'm serious. But next year, I'm gonna fucking buy a microphone. I'm just going to sit there and talk shit. But, like, look, you fat fuck. Mm-hmm. Actually, you can't curse. I'm yeah. kick you off the fucking premises. But, like, look, if you're fat, because this guy was fat, I was like, you're obviously a glutton. Don't be sitting out here talking about Gluttony sins. Gluttony is a sin. Yeah, when you, can't put a, deadly. when you can't put a fucking chicken bone down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Get the fuck out of here. Well, what's kind of interesting is that, like, they're kind of... I mean, I, I guess the convention center isn't... It, is it private property? Since well, they were staying on the sidewalk. Well, they were kind of well. I guess so. Yeah, they were on they were on technically public property on the sidewalk, so they can they can protest there. Yeah, yeah. they can't go inside the convention. Correct. It's fucked. Yeah. So yeah, that was like a serious low light. Was like having to see all these kids and stuff. They're just trying to have some fun, getting yelled at by Jesus people. And they were sitting on Sunday. They were like ridiculous because they were like, "It's Sunday. You should be going to church." It's like, well, Why you're not you? in church. <laughs> yeah. So what the fuck? Where are you, at? Christ. Yeah. It was, oh, it was so that was like the the. Downside, and they weren't there just one day. They were there like every day, which kind of sucked. But they weren't there all day, which is kind of good. Like tor- they weren't there for like a couple of hours, and then fucking like left. But well, the first time was a couple of hours. The second time was for a long time. Oh, yeah. On I think it was on Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. It was a long time they were there. 
But whatever. Oh, shit, yeah. oh wait, we didn't talk about uh, the person you met by the food trucks. The guy that oh, makes us yeah. all look like little bitches. Yeah, I met, uh, <laughs> I met Kevin Gr- uh, Graveau. Yeah. The guy who uh, made Underworld and Blue Marvel and was that I Frankenstein? Well, he, didn't, he didn't make Underworld. He stars in Underworld. I thought he was the writer. No? No. He, no, he wrote I Frankenstein. Oh, okay, okay. He did okay. the comic and the movies. Okay. Well, he definitely made like the first uh, black superhero by a black man is, is Blue Marvel. He, he, he wrote that character. Uh, yeah, that dude will make you feel like your balls haven't dropped yet. <laughs> so his voice is so fucking deep, it's ridiculous. Like, it, it's almost like he just, like, swallowed a bunch of rocks, mm. and he just started talking. It's just fucking <laughs> crazy. Cool-ass guy, though. Like, yeah, it was just, he was at a food truck, and I was like, is that, because he had a beard. And so he looks way different with a fucking beard. Um, right. but he's still a big-ass dude, so I was like, I'm, I'm sorry, are you Kevin, are, are you Kevin, uh, Graveau? And he's like, yeah. No, you gotta be like, like, way deeper. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Hold on, let me... Was it up to you, boss? It was crazy. He was like, yeah, yeah, sir. Yeah, son. Yeah. He was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, I'm Kevin. And uh, yeah, how you doing? So, <laughs> yeah, he was a real cool guy. And yeah, I had to go back to his booth and talk to him to see if I can get him on the podcast. So hopefully we'll have him on the podcast. And he's going to sound even deeper than my voice right now. Nice. Um, I bet you if go back if, to normal now. If that dude, you know how like when you have helium, like your voice get like lower pitch or higher pitch, I guess. I think for him, nothing would happen. Yeah, I, don't I think, think his so. voice wouldn't change whatsoever. Yeah, but I think if you use what is it? What's that name of that? Um, I think it's maybe. That's what makes your voice deeper. Yeah, that denser. Yeah. stuff. I, I'm pretty. sure It's like I want to say Donomite, but that's not it. Whatsoever. Yeah, that, was, that was definitely a pimp. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it's also uh, Donomite is also the strongest. Substance on Earth and Futurama. Yeah, that, that's what uh, <laughs> the dog was covered in. No, but it's also what uh, Bender has. He's part Dolomite. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's like I'm five percent Dolomite. But um, yeah, I bet you if he used that, the fucking robe would just blow up. Yeah. His voice would be too damn deep. Yeah, he was he was such a nice guy though. You know, I, I obviously we went back to the t- to his table and see if we can get him on. So I think Prodigy, Prodigy will come on. Yeah, Prodigy. We'll see if we can get him on. Yeah, he's gonna try to get him on. There's, there's, a, there's a few people that we want to get Sulfur hexafluoride. There we go. Okay, that's yeah. what it is. But yeah, that, it's, it does the opposite of what helium does to your voice. Yes. And it's scary. <laughs> it's scary, Tony, because you sound like you're fucking a demon. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, I think that wraps up pretty much all of WonderCon, right? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, except for Prodigy's input, because he went to panels we did not. Yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll get, get his from when input. He's on the show. Oh, then, some, some hentai shit. I don't know. Yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> this is a quick little thing. On the way back, driving back, I actually drove all the way back home, which is kind of cool. But um, we were listening to Bill Blur. Bill, Bill Burr. Burr. I love that. His stand up. Oh my God. The, the shitty. So, he does. He did this one joke where he talked about how, like, he wanted to. He wanted to buy a pumpkin. But, like, every, he it took him four <laughs> tries to got them buy a pumpkin because. Every time he would go buy a pumpkin, like he can hear his friend's voice call him a fag. Oh, and it's, God, I was gonna give a fucking precursor. Oh, sorry. To that. Sorry. So if, I understand that this is a fucking uh, a oh, heinous yeah, word. All right, and it's an old word. We're just gonna say the joke. All right. Yeah. So we're not trying to offend anybody that's listening. But I, I, I'm, I'm gonna spoil the punchline. But yeah, he, like he's like, he went to grab the pumpkin. All he heard in the background was like, "What are you a fag? Are you gonna buy a pumpkin?" What kind of fag are you? You're going to go home and carve it up and blah, blah, blah. But then he goes through this big spill about, like, why guys can't do certain things. Like, how he wants to hug a puppy and tell a kid that they're, <laughs> they're like, they're cute and stuff like that. Like, he wants to do all this, like, cool stuff, but he can't because he can always hear his friends calling him a fag. Like, 
he like he talks about this joke where he he, he can't go outside with an umbrella because his friends will call him a fag. It's like, what are you a fag? Like, are you going to use a tampon? Where you where you get that umbrella out? Did you pull it out of your ass? And it was, it's so funny. So I would if you have an Amazon account like um, Amazon Prime for. Um, Amazon Music, it's definitely on there, but you can find it on YouTube too. It's so fucking funny. Bill Burr is fucking. He's one like one of my favorite comedians of all time. Yeah, he we, we talked about how um, when he when his wife got a dog, <laughs> that shit was hella funny because uh, she got a pit bull and like. So you you know his wife is black, right? Is she really? Yeah, yeah, his wife is. Dude. So Bill Burr is a white fucking whitest white guy ever. Yeah, holy he's shit. A, he's, a, he's, a fuck, he's a ginger first of all, and he's yeah. pasty as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I didn't know his wife was white. Or yeah, was yeah, black. his wife is black. Is uh the lovely Nia? Yeah, her name. that's cool. Yeah. But it, so he, when he he has a pit bull and he talks about how he's like walking down the street down the street with the pit bull and people are like crossing the street to get away from the dog. And he's like, man, I don't know why black people are so mad about this. This shit's great. It's like yeah. I'm a fucking king. He's like, I get the whole street to myself. Yeah. It's fucking hilarious. You talk about spooning with the dog and shit like that. Yeah, it's yeah. Awesome. You tell me. Check out his stand-up. And he has a special on Netflix right now. He's got um, a few. A he's, few of them, yeah. He's got one that's in black and white. I think it's like his most recent one. It's pretty funny. Yeah. So, what should we move on to? And that's we, it for WandaCon. Yeah, I would say, well, sort of transition from that topic. Uh, I guess one of the Black Panther writers was saying that uh, Iron Man, uh, if it had been released now in 2018, it wouldn't work, uh, I guess, Sort of hinting at, I guess, sort of the male chauvinistic ways that uh, Tony Stark portrays himself, or uh, Robert Downey Jr. Uh, just portrays himself, and I guess they might have to uh, creatively maybe edit or tone down his character, rather than in comparison to how it was when it dropped back in 20, 2008. Yeah, or, or put him in a coma like Marvel did. <laughs> yeah. Fucking ridiculous. Wait. Um I agree, but don't agree. I mean, I think it can work. I mean, there's obviously asshole characters in comics, asshole characters in movies and film. But, uh, I mean, generally speaking, I think that this is a much weaker fucking society right now that doesn't have a stomach for certain things. And on that aspect, I think he's probably right, that people would be... It it, it wouldn't have such a box office success. But at the same time, I don't know, because comic fans would still come out and watch it and they didn't even go into the fact that he's a fucking alcoholic so i mean at least they edited that part out yeah you know? th- well they totally like i don't want to say glossed over it but they did like a very very short like a bridge version it's literally was an iron man 2 literally for like yeah, maybe five minutes oh yeah we got drunk. when he's at the party yeah. yeah and he's all like oh look i can piss in this suit that is i mean but that's that's how they literally touched the party. I don't think they even they, touched no, the party. Like, I don't count. Exactly. Oh, so my thing was... He got drunk one time. The yeah. whole reason I started reading Iron Man back in the day is because I thought he was black. And the reason was is because uh, he was li- Tony Stark was on the couch. And for many, many issues, it was Rhodey. Rhodey was in the Iron Man suit. And he was battling, like... He was battling the Rhino. He was battling the Lizard. He was battling, like, a couple other villains... And there'll be a couple panels where he's arguing with this white dude. And I'm like, why is he arguing with this dude if you're Iron Man? And it took me a minute to realize that he was not Iron Man. Mm-hmm. He was standing in for Iron Man while Tony Stark was just a, in a drunken stupor on a couch. And I think they missed that opportunity to show this darker side of Tony Stark. But I think a lot of people may not, especially now, would have stuck with it. Hmm. Yeah, I mean... it. They can still make a movie about... I mean, it's pretending like people don't want to see something like that. Like a flawed hero. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? 
And that's basically what... That's who Tony Stark is. He's a, he's a flawed hero. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think there's any problem with that. I mean, like, if, if you look at when they eventually get deeper into Black Panther, he's a flawed king. So, um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he makes a point, but then again, not really. Yeah. So. I mean, essentially, same thing with in Suicide Squad. We see supposedly... Well, just a touch on the, the tip of the iceberg, the relationship between Harley and Joker... And it's a fucked up relationship. Oh, yeah. But they, they didn't really go into it. Well, they didn't go into, yeah. like, the depth that goes in, in the comic book. But essentially, he's you can tell he's mentally fucking with her brain. And, I mean, he pushes her from fucking helicopter and all that shit. But, but I think that's to his point, though, right? Because there was there was more of a backstory to Harley and, uh, and the Joker that they didn't go into. That they filmed in the movie, but they took it out. Yeah. I mean, I my issue, like I said before, was that they didn't go into that backstory yeah. and everything. But, I mean, still... Financially, it did all right. And that's why we have fucking little kids dressing up as like the Joker and, and Harley Quinn. I'm just like, why the fuck do we have kids that are like less than ten? Dude, there was like a little like five year old dressed as um as the Joker. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, I was like, what the? Fuck? It was really well done, but it's like, you know, that guy's like a psychopath killer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like maybe uh talk to your kids and be like, hey, maybe this isn't like somebody you should be dressing up as. Mm. But. So- uh, and then also staying in the Marvel uh, universe, um, did well. I know what I did with Jessica Jones, but, <laughs> but um, I guess our our sort of summary and thoughts on the Jessica Jones season two series. It's been out for what two uh, three weeks about, yeah. so it's fair time we can uh, take the spoiler warning off. Uh, let people know what we think about certain episodes and, and plot lines and everything. So if you have not seen uh, Jessica Jones. You might want to fast forward a little bit, but it's been out for a while, so apologies, sorry, not sorry, but mm-hmm. we're going to talk about uh, some of the stuff that goes on in Jessica Jones. Yeah, because I want to get your take on it, so give, give me your take on the on the show. I'm going to walk on... I didn't, I didn't enjoy it as much as... I mean, nearly as much as I enjoyed season one. Season one hit me by surprise, and I fell in love with it. I mean, it was up there ranking in terms of my top uh, Marvel Netflix series. Um, I love season one. I didn't really know too much about Jessica going in. I knew sort of the baseline story, but um, watching that, I remember how I felt watching that first episode of Jessica Jones season one, where I'm sort of watching everything play out. Okay, she's a detective, this, that. She likes to get drunk, et cetera, et cetera. But then at that end part of, of episode one, where the dude, the lady just pulls out a gun and just shoots herself in the head, I was like, oh, shit. This is going to get dark. Mm-hmm. This is going to get dark, really twisted, and I don't know where we're going to end up. And I felt like I was waiting for that moment where the, the just the shoe drops, where we go into the dark grittiness of the Marvel Netflix MCU. And I don't feel like we got that, or at least I don't feel like I got that with this, this season. I felt like I, I get that. Um, with Daredevil, with yeah. just how they film stuff. I mean, obviously, Punisher, we don't even need to talk about Punisher. Punisher was dark, That's dirty, on a whole other fucking level. Yeah. Even, Goddamn But also, with, with Luke Cage, it had some gritty, grimy, dirty stuff, which, which made it feel authentic. It wasn't like... Yeah. I mean, if you were just to watch it not knowing who produced it, you wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, Disney's behind this <laughs> or anything. Like, and that's why I love the, the Netflix um, branch of the, the Marvel uh, MCU. With this one, I I kept watching and kept watching, and I by episode four or five, I was like, okay, I'm not really feeling this, but I'm gonna keep going because I'm, I'm, it's gonna happen any minute now, any minute now. And then and nothing. 
it, I mean, <laughs> stuff did happen, but it was not on the level where I felt like it was worth what I was watching for. Um, yeah, we, it's, I mean, like we talk about spoilers, but we, we learned pretty much her backstory in terms of what happened with, with her parents, the accident, the testing and everything. And I mean, we, we get an origin, do we get an origin story? I think it's, we kind of get the, the shapings of an origin story and I'm yeah not really happy about that like i want to progress forward along this this path not go backwards uh, well let's remember especially for when, how exciting season one was at least for me so with jessica jones in season one and in the defenders we have no idea how she came to be and with luke cage we saw we had a whole episode yes we do she talks about it yeah but we don't yeah, see we it well, no but she talks about it Let's you didn't see uh, Daredevil or Luke Cage in mate. Well, I mean, uh, I don't, I don't care to see it. Like, wait, I, I Luke get Cage, it. yes, we did, because there's a whole episode dedicated to him in the prison. Well, same thing for him getting his powers. Well, like, same we, thing for um, for Daredevil. We they did a little backstory about they, him they and might his dad like and an, stuff like that. Well, I mean, like we see him as a child. We did, we did. It, they sort of touch on it in like an episode, but like a good block of an episode. Yeah. It, the the season this one felt like it was the entire main focus. Mm. Um, I I guess there were like being you sort of touched on it. There I guess is a Kilgrave esque touch on things that happens later on. But that I, shit was hilarious. I couldn't I, awesome. I couldn't get to it. I was just like oh, I'm done. I was, I was so done. Funny. I tried it's watching awesome, one more episode after uh, Trish fucking uh, got um, what's his name? Slam by Malcolm. Uh, Got, got Malcolm high off her fucking asthma inhaler, <laughs> and I was just I was just done. I was like, I'm Trish is annoying. I can't watch. She, she's she kills my yeah, in, my, my enjoyment of watching the show. <laughs> I love Trish. She's annoying as fuck. She's whiny. She's just like I. You know what? She did kill my boner because it went from the scene where um Hogargan is Hogargan, where she's like she's a beer she's, now. Yeah, she's bearded out. <laughs> Where she's like with those three chicks, and like she's like doing a little strip dance, and I'm like, oh shit, a little quick little panty shot. But then the next thing is her like um, Trish going to find some dude talking about who Trish raging the fuck out like and just uh, like no, nah, I, I would much rather watch Jessica, Lor- I mean Jennifer Lawrence, than I would this <laughs> wow, fucking shit. bitch that played fucking mm. Trish. Well, Jennifer Lawrence is dope, like it, I, like she was ruining the scenes that fucking. Jessica Jones is in for me. I'm just like, like, stop. Like, I don't even want you to call fucking. I don't even want Jessica to call you back. No, <laughs> so I can totally understand annoying. this. Yeah, I can understand these criticisms. Yeah. I was just like, it was so goddamn annoying. I don't care about her relationship with her her, her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I don't care about. I didn't care about her. The mom. The mom. The mom. Yeah, you had up. a fucked up thing. I don't care about your radio show. I, I remember the point when I turned it off was when she starts gluten blah 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 and she starts going off in this whole tangent about gluten with this with the radio guest on trish talk mm-hmm. uh trying to i guess imply that it's it's not important while she does her pseudo detective bullshit or whatever i was just like i'm done it's like i'm oh, done you, with yeah, you, you missed, on my tv screen you missed it because that's when i she, missed shit she just was she that's when she quit because she was i quit yeah she did absolutely nothing for me she ruined it did, I, did she die at the end? Because then maybe I'll come back to <laughs> yeah, season she, three. She does fuck herself up. Good. I hope oh, she does. Let me, let me let me explain to you. Uh, oh, the Riley. Oh. Yeah, hold on. Let me. This this is how. This is how he feels about Trish. Look, 
fuck you, fuck the plane you flew in on, fuck them shoes, fuck those socks with the bell on it, fuck your gay ass fairy faggot accent, fuck them cheap ass cigars, fuck your yuck mouth teeth, fuck your hair piece, fuck your chocolate, fuck Guy Ritchie, fuck Prince William, fuck the queen, this is America, my president is black and my Lambo is blue nigga, fuck out my hotel room, and if I see you in the street I'm slapping the shit out of you. You heard that Trish. Need to fucking come back. Like I, oh, I, no. I don't. I like. I. I don't even want to say it's. Was it the same director, same showrunner from season one, season two? Same oh. showrunner. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff Loeb. Okay. Oh, who we saw at WonderCon. Yeah, uh, he was there. A couple other guys, but the directors are different. But I mean, Trish was on her path to becoming Hellcat. I don't care. So. Yeah. Like she's just, I I don't I'm there. Jessica is who I care about. Yeah. See, the problem that I had with the show uh, was that the, the the villain problem, right? There mm. really wasn't a villain. Okay. Like mm. there wasn't. I mean, who the fuck was it? I felt I, was it her mom? Yeah. No? I have to say her mom was the villain because Not really? she. Yeah. Well, the thing was, you have to empathize with her mom, but her mom did heinous shit, and she was. Almost she turned into Frankenstein. Hold the yeah, fuck on. Still kind of was. When in any other comic book, movie, anything, has the villain had a long-term emotional fucking connection with the hero where they consolidate, they basically live together, they go on the fucking run together, that shit, they, she was not the fucking villain. Season, there really wasn't a season villain. Season one Kilgrave, because he made her live with her and they made went on her, a date. Made, went on a date, but they didn't. <laughs> she didn't run off with him like willingly these are major problems with the villain like you can't you can't side with the villain as the hero and be like okay i'm gonna help you now and then expect me to believe that's the fucking villain so so how does this end does she does mom die yeah well i I don't i don't know i don't are you you spoiled spoiled i haven't watched it all but i don't don't, you don't care kind of not really (laughs) I, i can tell you how it ends how the go ahead okay i'm fine with it so this this is another reason why it was fucked up because with the the villain problem Randomly, she's on a fucking. They're both on a fucking merry-go-round, and then fucking Trish comes around, and just fucking shoots her mom in the face. Trish the kills end. Jessica's mom. Yeah. Yep. Why? Because Trish is Trish. To, Jessica's Trish, cool with Trish. Trish trying to say no, Jessica's no, not, not cool, cool with it. it. Good at all. Maybe she'll break fucking Trish's neck. Wait, she she almost does. Screen. What's the mom taking Jessica's face and rubbing it against fucking glass like in no. Punisher? <laughs> no, no, no. But she kind of does that people. This is after they consolidated. See, I guess you guys didn't, you, didn't, you didn't get that far, but they like consolidated and basically Jessica's trying to help her run to like Mexico or Canada, one of the two. Okay. Canada. So well, it was supposed to be Mexico at first, and then they yeah, they changed it. Well, it's supposed yeah, it's supposed to be South America because that's where her. What do you mean reconcile? Go. You reconcile. Well, yeah. they consolidated. I guess that's wrong too. Yeah, right. I think they they like they do kind of reconcile. But I mean, it, yeah, if you think about it, it's a mom and daughter story. So the mom wanted the to mom, get back with the dude that had her handcuffed to the bed. Right? She never wanted to leave him. Well, well yeah, I, I remember. I so I was watching until that point. Yeah, because the problem was that the reason out. why that she was handcuffed is because she had night terrors. Yeah, and she would, and she would rage the fuck crazy. out. Yeah. yeah. So wait, the mom or Jessica? The mom. the mom. Yeah, because okay. mom was stronger than Jessica. Honestly, I think if they would have let her just rage out, that would be an awesome villain because it's very rare that you see like an older woman be like a badass that could tear somebody apart. So Ooh. I think that they really missed an opportunity to like make her like a really badass so, villain. And then also, okay, why did Trish care so fucking much? Trish was... Tr- they bring it up. Like what? It was not her fucking. It's her sister though. That she's yeah. She well, one, her. she cares about her because they grew up together. Two, she is. Wait, wait, ju- no, no, no. Why? But why but did it, Trish care so much about 
Jessica's if, invest. If you let me finish, okay. Je- Trish has always been jealous of Jessica's powers because Jessica could be out there helping people, and that's what Trish wanted to do. She wanted to do that with her show. She didn't feel like she was reaching enough people and doing it, but she felt that if she had powers like Jessica, she could be helping people. Jessica has those powers and doesn't want to help anybody. So that's where Jeez. her and Trish clash, and that's what ap- that heats up towards the end of the series. I feel Just, like Trish would try to be you. like be like that that scene from Family Guy where they try to get superpowers, and or the or the, the <laughs> yeah. Family Guy they, the Griffins get superpowers, and then the mayor goes and like dips himself into toxic waste to try to get superpowers. <laughs> I feel like Trish would do that to try to get superpowers because she's she's so jealous of Jessica's powers. She was, and she and that's literally what she does in the show. Mm. Yeah, and she does get powers. So. Well, yeah, we see a little something. Yeah, yeah. So because the Spider-Man. mom, ki- who the mom kill? The mom kills people. a few people. No, I'm saying beforehand that put Jessica on the trail to the lady. She killed the assassin. Was there an assassin? She killed. Kid? She killed the the the, the Asian private um, investigator. Uh, his friend. His his PI, which yeah. has no connection to fucking Trish at all. It wasn't like a tr- Trish family member or anything like yeah. that. So Trish is. She's not. She just mind your fucking business. Uh, like you. Well, well like, she's still killing people. I mean, that's yeah. She and then she can potentially kill Jessica. Yeah, but she's so. fucking a broke ass Howard Stern running her yeah. fake ass radio show that well, sucks and gets no ratings. And well, it was just like Cronus was talking about. Jessica's her sister. These people were targeting her, and she was trying to help using her show to help Jessica. When her show wasn't enough, she went. But that's that's Jessica's fucking fight. Yeah, I I understand, man. That's Jessica's goddamn fight. But the thing is that Trish had ulterior motives because once she got um fuck, what's his name? The dude who died. It's ridiculous. She got she got a taste of what powers could be with the inhaler. She wanted more of it. That's why she started to basically lie and said that she was helping Jessica. She was really trying to help herself. Yeah, no, yeah, and that's what annoyed the shit out of me. She just didn't mind. It'd be like, okay. Like this, the shit that you had with the adoption agency, and there was some crazy fucked up shit. That's not my fight, even though we're boys. It's not my. F- yeah. If you want my help in figuring out shit and do whatever, that's fine. But we didn't grow up together. Well, <laughs> but, but if you tell me, like, you know what, fall back. I got this. Whatever. Yeah. It's no big deal. It's done. It's over with. I'm content with it. I'm just like, nah, Kronos. They need to pay. Well, but, <laughs> I, mean, well, but, but I mean, you know, I mean, shut the fuck up. It's not like I'm, I'm. It's not like I'm besties with a murderer. You know what I mean? Like if you watch somebody get torn apart and you're like, oh, you're going to be okay with me hanging out with that person? Yeah. Like, especially given who the fuck you are now, it's like, you can't be okay with me being chilling with a murderer. Like, a murderer that you saw somebody just like tear somebody apart. Did, wait, wait, so does Trish know that it's her mom? Yeah. She does. So eventually. fall the fuck back, yeah. fall even further back. Well, no, that's, that's, that's why, why she's trying to like get her she, to like leave her mom. That, and the, the she thing. also wants to but get in powers. The, but... Trish, I mean, Trish has a fucked up mom also. Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah. Why, the fuck, so yeah. why is she Having the fucking... Having a sucking dick at how, 16. How is oh. she the moral pillar for how a mother or daughter relationship should be? She'd be like, nah, that's a wrong relationship. Your mom needs to be better. And, and coming from her background, she's got well, she, to maybe go. Maybe she understands. That, but yeah, I mean, but it's, I mean, it's true. She understands. Really it is true. But she didn't understand. She was re- reconciling why. with her... In the, Mid part of season two, so they were cool is, and they, they knew the fucking wedding announcements and engagement <laughs> announcements. With the whole nah, this is why I was invested in the show. Let her, it, let her daughter get it, sexually abused by the director and was yeah, fine with that. She pimped nah. out her daughter and she she v- virtually says it. But this is why I was why I kept watching the show 
is because it changed from the whole Kilgrave, who could have ruled the, the world type thing to it was Jessica starting her business and then her business came back to her because it was her past coming back to haunt her. And we get to see what was in her past. Well, we basically see what was in her past, what happened to her and how she got her powers, just like the other Marvel uh, Netflix heroes. I... I love Jessica Jones and Alias Investigations doing their investigating shit. The Jessica Jones back storyline, like, that that train is gone and sailed for me. Season one, they did a fine enough job telling me what happened. There's some question marks. Okay, I understand. She doesn't know everything. That's fine and dandy. Let's let's keep it moving. I, I enjoy her doing detective shit. Um, even like we talked about during our, our first sort of pre-talk about it in terms of how this is more of a detective uh, season than an actual superhero show. I'm fine with that, but I don't care about her detecting into her backstory, into her origin story. That's kind of like that train and sailboat's gone for me. I wanted her to sort of go down a new path. Maybe she's gonna investigate what was going on with Kingpin. I need more Kingpin in my life. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think they're gonna try to keep Kingpin mostly with. They their... need to. He's been gone for a, a while. He's been yeah, but I think they're gonna keep him with Daredevil. Or even mostly. find the. Oh, she should have been investigating Kingpin's girlfriend. She should. That's have, been a but... good thing. We haven't seen her since she was waiting by the helicopter. But if you think about it, <laughs> I mean, she was dead. It's, it's hard to yeah. She was dead. No, uh, she bailed him out. I thought. Mm, I, I thought she was supposed to take. I thought rings. she died and like he went fucking crazy because of that. I don't, I don't know. I don't remember. I, I could be mixing fucking stories up. True. <laughs> but I following Kilgrave as a as a villain is hard is a hard act tough act to follow. Why? So I you mean, don't you I don't have you, enough reference material? You, you can't pull you, a, you can't pull another awesome ass villain from all your you Marvel could, lore? But I mean, really, you don't got enough money? Who's good? Of course you got money, but who's gonna, who's <laughs> Why is it hard? Why is it hard? Who's gonna, how are you going to top? How are you going to top Kilgrave? You're telling you're telling me they that they could not have find another yeah, uh, see, another I, interesting villain. I'm asking you. Well, this, how, this how is you what they could have. This was K-Max's argument, and I'm just like, okay, I understand that you had a strong villain before, but you can't come out with basically no villain in the next season. Yeah. Like that's unacceptable. But they could have done some uh, from what you guys are telling me. They could have done like something cool with the mom, especially with her like being fucking like crazy the powerful. Mom, and shit. I mean, they the, definitely had an opportunity. The mom goes into rage mode. I mean, she literally like rips people with her bare hands. But she's her friend, like in the long run. Like she, they reconcile yeah. and they decide to like be in each other's lives, and then she gets shot in the face. Yeah. So, they make yeah. these average characters seem amazing. Like before Kilgrave, no, no one really cared. But down Kilgrave's the shit. Even with Jigsaw, essentially with Punisher, you you learned about that backstory. And you're like, dude, that was that was fucking great. The way they told the story and explained yeah. it and broke it down, awesome. This just they didn't even try dude, to touch it or address it. Punisher raised the bar for Netflix Marvel TV series because that shit was like it was it was great from beginning to end. Like there was no like horrible cuts or episodes or. Yeah. Um, like, even all the fight scenes were really cool, but then it ended fucking strong. Like, we got yeah. it. Like, the main villain, you learn, becomes, like, a bigger villain, like, later on. It would be like cool. if, if the next season of Daredevil, it was all about fo uh, Foggy, Froggy, Foggy? Froggy. Yeah. Froggy. Yeah. Froggy. Froggy trying to find out uh, the mob people that killed, got his uh, Daredevil's dad killed. Like, uh, I don't really care. Like, like let's keep it moving. You, how, how are you going to go take three steps backwards? Yeah. Uh, so... That's Stitch's thoughts on Jessica Jones season two. Trash. Uh, <laughs> I guess me and Kronos are the only two who finished it. 
No, I mean, it's all good. Like I said, like even though I, you know, I said I like the show, I, when somebody says they don't like it, I totally fucking understand. Yeah. <laughs> I totally understand. I was trying to play Devil's Advocate, but I, I enjoyed it, but nowhere near as much as season one. Not even close. But I, I still thought it was still a positive step. Not a huge step, but... Kristen Ryder's still hot, though. Kristen Ritter. Ritter yeah. Oh, she's going to be at Silicon Valley Comic Con. Even though she has a vampire tan. Uh, so what, yeah. What's the next Marvel... Luke Cage. Ne- it's June next? 22nd, yeah. I believe. Okay, good. And then possibly later on this year will be Daredevil Season 3, so I've heard, like in the fall. Not 100% on that. Fact-checked on that, but next one will be you Luke got a fact-check. You can't ask <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you. <laughs> I can't remember. Just throwing shit out there. But no, Luke Cage will be in June. All right. I'm trying to see if she's really going to be there. So this uh, yeah. next episode of the podcast is going to be brought to you by Gamefly. Gamefly is better than Netflix. That's right. I keep saying it pretty much every week. Turn or the speaker every, up in your, every in your headset. Yeah. Better than Netflix. Better than Netflix. Basically, what they do is it's a monthly subscription service where uh, you get a game, you make a list of games, and then uh, they send you the game that's on your list. And when you're, pl- when you're done playing it, you send it to them, and they send you back the next game that's on your list. It's pretty epic. There's never any late fees as long as you're you know obviously up to date with your subscription service. And they have pretty much every game that you want to play. It's over 8,000 new used games for the current generation and last generation. Uh, there's a bunch of games that are coming up or are out right now that are dope. Uh, we're going to talk about this extensively in a couple of minutes yes. is uh, Far Cry 5. Because that came out uh, yesterday, even though I got it two days ago. Same. Uh, yeah, you got it for like the 9 o'clock release. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, that game's going to be dope. Another game that's coming up that I'm looking forward to playing is God of War. Uh, Burnout Paradise came out earlier this month. Uh, I've, I'm probably going to get that on the PS4 because it's basically an orgy of uh, trophies. <laughs> so if y'all didn't know, I talked about it before, but you start the car, you get a trophy. I'm just saying, there's plenty of trophies in that game if you need to get your trophy count up. Um, Monster Hunter World, which is the perfect game for Gamefly because I personally don't like that game, but if you might want to try it, uh, this is perfect because if you like it, keep playing it. Uh, if you don't, just send it right back. And if you like it a lot and say you're playing it for like, you know, more than your month or whatever and you want to buy the game, you can. And you could uh, buy the game uh, for, I think it's like a discounted rate if you just want to keep it. And they send you the box art and all that stuff. Um, other games that are pretty cool, besides Far Cry 5, which we're going to talk about, is, hmm, in my opinion, I guess uh, South Park or Factor But Whole is cool. Uh, Destiny 2, which is kind of old, was sort of cool. Uh, another game that would be great for Gamefly would be Mass Effect Andromeda, even though it came out uh, basically last year. But it's uh, it's actually, you can buy it used right now for like 15 bucks on uh, wow. Gamefly. So, so, same thing with Destiny yeah. 2 and South Park Fractured yeah. Hole and actually Battlefield 1. Yeah. MLB The Show also too. came out uh, for those that sports are fans. sports fans yeah. or whatever that came out uh, baseball starts tomorrow so it's a fun fun awesome game in case you want to pick that up or play it for as long as you you get tired of it baseball's a long season so if you <laughs> don't want to know don't want to play 162 games worth of it just want to sort of play your baseball video game while the season starts and then let's say in a month you'll be like oh shit why did i spend 60 dollars on it you don't have to do that with our uh, gamefly and yeah. you can get it at a discounted rate because if you go to GameFlyAlpha.com forward slash BeThenBTI, you will get your first month of subscription service on us. That's right. You will get a basically a free game for a month on us. <coughs> like, you can't beat that. You get to play a game for free. Uh, once again, that is GameFlyAlpha.com forward slash BeThenBTI with the promo code of... Well, oh, there's no promo code. No. No. Forward slash... Yeah. Forward slash BeThenBTI. Yes. It's pretty epic. And they also have uh, movies, current movies, like... Uh, what was it? 
Star Wars The Last Jedi came out like yesterday. So, and if you don't have a console, they still got you covered because you can stream things through your Samsung TV, your LG TV, uh, your Fire TV, and a bunch of other services. So, yeah, yes. pretty epic. Anyway, now on with Far Cry 5. Yes. On before, to Montana. Before you go over that, um, I was going to talk about the quick, real quick about the Raspberry Pi. I got to remember to download Mutant League because Mutant League is a fun ass oh, fucking game. Yeah, football and that, yeah, yeah, I remember those. They didn't bring the Maybe fucking. The they game. brought it back, but it's not back. Yeah, like, it wasn't that It's on PC or whatever. Yeah. Okay, yeah. now with Far Cry. So Far Cry Five. Um, I'm. I want to say I'm semi late to the to the Far Cry party because my first one was three. That's not most. I mean, my first one was one, but it was basically like a tech demo. It wasn't. It, to my opinion, it wasn't that great. So, okay. Yeah. Okay, so I guess I w- wasn't really missing too much, but uh, Far Cry Three was amazingly fun. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Played four. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, Primal, I didn't play too much because I was just in the process of moving out here, so I didn't get a chance to to fully play it, but the little bit I did, I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, And now Far Cry 5. Um, Essentially, just to uh, touch on the story without spoiling everything going on, you're in Montana, this county called Hope County, uh, Montana, and there's this uh, cult leader. It's sort of reminded... for me, it cracks me up because I just finished uh, watching that whole Waco huh. miniseries yeah, that was going yeah. on, that, that seven-part episode. Um, so, essentially, you are part of this uh, U.S. Marshals sort of task force, kind of, uh, where you're trying to get this this religious zealot out of, uh, out of Montana because there's a warrant for his arrest. So, you fly in, land on his property... Say hey, you're coming with us. You're in completely hostile territory. Um, y- you just go in with you and I think it's like three other people on this helicopter, and you just land in the middle of their fucking crazy heavy militia compound. And you just be like, all right, we got a warrant. Here's the paperwork. Uh, you're coming with us, head leader, dude. Get over here. We we'll put a put draw our guns, and it goes as sideways as you would expect it to. <laughs> yeah. Going to a situation where you don't have the manpower or firepower. Or anything. If you walk around with a pistol trying to take someone's fucking head supreme leader while they have like fucking shotguns automatic shotguns and fucking weapons. I'm just looking at this. I'm like, call the fucking backup. Stop. And it it just goes completely sideways. But that's how Far Cry is. Everything you're on, like in three, you're on vacation. Yeah. Doing whatever. And then boom. boom, You're in (laughs) in a shit ton of mess, which is why I love Far Cry. And um, then it's just go. It just completely will spit in and it just do whatever. And I, I'm thoroughly enjoying this game. It's really, really fun. Even if you haven't played any of the previous Far Cries, and we've said it before for those that don't know, you can jump right into this one and play it. There's no really um, massive story point that you are, are completely in the dark. They have a little bit of Easter eggs in each of the uh, the Far Cries, but nothing where it's just like, I don't know what's going on. Well, none of them tie to each other, except yeah. for there's only one character that's in all of them, and it's Herc, but he's like kind of like the comic relief. Yeah. Yeah. So. But it's, it's really fun. I'm enjoying it. Um, there are some things that are different <coughs> from this, um, because yeah. I, ba- based on what I was reading, some of the people were trying to categorize this as sort of like a Ubisoft... Um, Assassin's Creed in some of the ways where they just slap on a different skin, a different location, oh, no. and just do the do that. I'm not. I don't say this, but yeah. the, like I was trying to sort of read what what other people were saying about it. Um, I mean, it's similar. I understand when they say that it's like, but I mean, there's sequels. You would expect a sequel to have similar, yeah, 
gameplay as the other ones, right? I'd be fucking pissed if, like, Grand Theft Auto was all of a sudden an RPG. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, uh, people that have those fucking stupid-ass opinions, they're, they're not thinking clearly. Yeah. Um, the, I guess, just to touch on the things I really, really like about this one, I'm enjoying the storyline so far. Um, it reminds me a little bit of... Um, of Ghost Recon Badlands, where you have a really massive map, and there's people that own each territory of the map. You kind of cause disruption to uh, destabilize, destabilize, destabilize the um, their 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 realm and shit. In terms of like you fucking up their outposts, uh, blowing up their their property, uh, releasing hostages and everything. And then I guess eventually you'll just sort of level up, and then you'll have the big boss battle with that person in their their region absolutely love it so i don't know if you i don't know how far you are in this game but it seems like really i hate using this word but organic as far as like progressing the story goes so literally i purposely did like two actual story missions and i'm just fucking around but as i'm fucking around i keep coming across story missions i don't even fucking realize it Uh and i keep ending up like progressing the story like just totally on my own. Like I'm not picking the missions to do it, but I'm just doing it. Cause I, I was like, there was like when I took over like a certain amount of bases, all of a sudden they put like a hit on me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Have you got hmm. to that yet? I no. Oh, it gets fucking crazy. Okay, I have sort of just been. I like I said, I, I there hasn't been that many main set story missions I've been doing. I've just been sort of running around fucking up outposts and stuff. Mm-hmm. And how I normally operate in my Far Cry games is I hunt. And I get all the supplies I need just yeah. to level up my, my fucking pouches, my weapons, all the shit I can carry. And that touches on something I don't like. Yeah, I don't like this. Yeah, I don't yeah. like how they remove the crafting element from Far Cry 5. Yeah. And it hurts me to say that I don't... Because I've been excited. Well, I've been rubbing my hand there Birdman is, style for this game. There is crafting, but it's you don't craft like your... <sighs> Like your gear, like upgrading, like your how much ammo you can carry, or yeah, like your how many grenades other, and yeah. yeah. Well, you can you can craft grenades. Yeah, you can craft it, but in terms yeah. of like your your satchel, your pouch, pouches and your shit, yeah. uh, your quiver, yeah. yeah I yeah. I really miss that because I I thoroughly enjoy being like, all right, I'm in grizzly bear territory, I'm in elk territory. Yeah. Okay, let me check my supply things. Okay, I can upgrade this part of my uh, ammo cache. And I can be like, all right, now I can carry more bullets. I gotta go kill like five deer yeah. or something. What? So it's good and it's bad, like right? It's bad because like I kind of miss doing it, but it's also good because there's sometimes you have to find like a rare fucking like alligator or some shit, and it's just like, oh, I gotta go out my way to fucking find this thing. Yeah, that's kind of a fucking pain in the ass. So I get why they kind of changed that, um, but now they like there, there's not really there's not really experience points in the game. No. They have, rep- I guess, like, region points or whatever to, like, get you to, like, lead up to, like, the boss. And that's different. Um, but it, it's it, it's taking me a little while to get used to. I'm not sure if I like it or don't like it yet. Yeah, because you would get XP for killing people, killing animals. Yeah. Um, the way you would kill people if you jump off a, a, a tree or whatever and do a kill or do a chain kill, you get a little yeah. bit more of an XP bonus. And that level XP bonus would let you get another perk. With this, it's like... If you do something like kill three Wolverines, you get an automatic bonus point. If you kill ten uh, Grizzly Bears, you get an automatic perk and everything, which yeah. I kind of don't like. It, it feels weird. Well, and, then, and, it's, and it's also, it, well, and they make you explore more, right? Because you can also find, like, you can find perk magazines. 
Yes. And so to, that's what to I, fish and stuff. No, no, no. Done, well, no, the, yeah, I know there's fish. Yeah, they, but there's magazines that tell you where the locations are for a certain fish. Yeah, but you can actually just pick up magazines called Perk Magazine yeah. that give you yeah. perk points. Yeah. So, like, that, it's one of the reasons. This is kind of cool. So, when you go and find, like, these pepper stashes, and I fucking love this shit. That is The cool. pepper stashes is because you, load up. you find, like, these prepper, like, underground bunkers, and basically you raid their shit. And so, like, they usually have, like, at least three fucking perk things, and then you find a bunch of money and all the guns and shit. It's good. Yeah, that's just, and they're, like, legit looking prepper stashes. Yes. Um, I forget the point. It's in Doomsday Preppers, if you're not familiar with the word, Doomsday Preppers. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, I forget the uh, point I was going to make that tied into something that they sort of kind of left out. So, yeah, the perk system was kind of quirky. Um, there's no experience points. There's no experience Not really. Po- well, there's experience points to the region. They call them yeah. RPs. Yeah. Right? That, that's how you progress to, like, the actual boss. If you take over... Uh, if you do enough shit in that boss's territory, then you you progress the story with that boss. That's what I was talking about. Like it was like I wasn't doing stuff on purpose to like get to the boss, but because I was just fucking around, like it'll kind of organically just like pull me into like these cutscenes to get to the boss. Like okay. when, when they put a hit squad on you, like you're pretty fucked. What? What uh, family member are you going after right the, now? One of the brothers. Okay, I went after the sister. Oh, okay. And the sister one has got a lot of crazy shit going on. So I'm yeah. curious to what goes on in the other ones because there's a lot of like... like um, the hallucinating shit? You nice. hallucinate a lot in that one. I have... Well, the guy that I'm on, he hits me with that bliss shit a lot. Okay, yeah. So, that, that whole area yeah. is full of bliss. Yeah. So like you'll be hunting an animal and it'll be a deer... And you shoot it and it becomes a bear or whatever. So there's a the lot fuck? of there's a <laughs> lot of crazy yeah, right. shit. Like you'll see a turkey and be like, uh uh-uh. uh. And like it, sometimes even if you get close to enough, it'll transform into like a, a wolverine or a fucking cougar or some what shit. The fuck? Have you seen yeah. the people that are high on bliss yet? Yes. Those Holy zombie sh- things? Yeah. Yes. That that whole east region is full of them. Oh, I just had to get out of a fucking bunker that's full of them. Oh, I was like, it's oh, trippy shit. as fuck. Yeah, because yeah. you gotta double kill everything. Oh yeah. yeah. So yeah. wait, wait, so you're high when these animals start transforming, or are they be transforming in the game? That like, whole area—it's almost like if you, it's like a poppy area. I guess that's yeah. how they're kind of making it. It's like these like white flowers. I don't know. Oh, but they get you high. Even if if you are even in like the fields of it, you will start to like hallucinate, yeah. and you'll start to see like all these like like uh, double vision and shit, and like, and shit like that. So shit will get blurry for you. Damn. Everyone that you encounter, a good seventy percent of the time, they're not who it is that. They are. Same mm-hmm. thing with the animals, the people. You'll keep seeing the the daughter pop up and, and everything and kind of fuck with your brain and shit. So it's a complete mind trip in that region. I really like how you can have the companion animal. Oh, yeah. The cougar fucks shit up. Like, I the, I had to turn my difficulty up. I was playing on normal. And then the cougar would just, just goes through and just fucking, like, connect the dots. <laughs> it will just rip fucking people up and the cougar's point is like she's really stealthy and their mm-hmm. name is peaches Maybe so, I that. so I, I, boomer's pretty dope okay yeah i like boomer because boomer yeah. i guess you can scout out stuff yeah and then yeah. the tank what animal is, is a boomer he's a, just a regular hound dog, dog or but whatever. he's dope yeah yeah and, and you know what's cool is that so this game they, they like simulate co-op when you're not in co-op so you can have like basically people that come with you and so the animals are one of them. And so the animals can actually revive. At least Boomer can revive. Yeah, you. yeah. The cougar will come and it'll lick you or whatever. Yeah. If if the cougar's around and not getting fucked up or whatever, that's cool. It's a good chance the cougar will come up, try to revive you as long because they'll they'll try to fuck up the cougar and stuff like that. So it's it's really cool. 
But you can heal the cougar too, right? Like yeah, the cougar will go down, and you gotta heal the cougar. Like I, I like how you give Boomer belly rubs, and he comes back. Yeah, that's kind of sort of yeah. how you do with the, with uh, peaches and everything. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, but it's uh, the map's really really huge. Environment's nice. Graphics are awesome. I like the storyline. The graphics for me mm-hmm. were not that. Gra- I mean, they're they're good, but Assassin's Creed. No, 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 yeah, you can't, yeah, we, you're, yeah. you're talking about, yeah, the different levels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not on some Assassin's Creed level kind of stuff. But it's uh, really enjoyable. Even the customization stuff, like the outfits and shirts you can put on the person. Yeah. They have a lot of Easter eggs that you can put on, like, a Watch Dogs 2 shirt. It's just like, remember, you can customize your own character. Yeah. Is, is, um, is Lilo playing? She actually wants to play this, which normally she doesn't play anything with first-person view. But she's like, I actually think about playing it. I was like, you ain't going to be playing it while I'm playing it. Well, like, she so takes, like, fun. what, hours to, like, customize her character? No, <laughs> even with her, it'll take her, like, five minutes. Yeah, because okay. you don't really you see can't... yourself. It's oh, only okay. if, like, someone else is co-oping with you, then they can see what your character I yeah, see, sort I see. of it's, looks it's like. It's like, are you a dude or a girl? Or, I'm sorry, are you a dude? Yeah, dude or a girl, whatever. Uh... What, what what's your skin tone? What's your haircut? What's your clothes? That's it. Oh, okay. Yeah. They don't go into like, oh, is your eye is this far apart or this nope. far apart? No, no, it's not. Yeah. Thick or thin. Not not overly crazy like that. All but right. um, game's really really fun. It's um, so many side missions just keep popping up. Oh, like yeah. I'm just trying to like knock out outposts and stuff. Then I got every outpost. I got four people trying to do me favor missions and shit like that. I'm like, god damn it! But it's how you dis- uh, destabilize the region. You haven't played yet. No, I bought a helicopter, and then... Um, I uh, didn't buy... Sh- well, I didn't buy any vehicles yet, but I have some okay. badass vehicles. Okay. Yeah. So, so I, I, hold on. I have a fucking plane that has machine guns and can drop bombs. Okay. <laughs> the, um, once you progress, sort of, because uh, once you start fucking up shit in their region, they sort of enact these measures, and so I'm at the point where in, uh, what's her name, Bliss's area, um... These planes will fly by just randomly, and they oh, will yeah. fuck up my whole like stealthy outpost shit. Because yeah. <laughs> like I'll be on a roof trying to scout shit out, and vroom, and it, it happens like within like three seconds. So it's like you can't really hop off the roof and go in a house. It's just like a plane doing a flyby, and they just they see they you. They look yeah. up. They fucking <laughs> call <laughs> it out or whatever, and then all of a sudden everyone in there in the outpost oh, is, is fucking up. Like it's different I, with I a helicopter because you can hear it coming. That. Yeah, I got okay. a dude for that. So uh, the guy that owns the plane can okay. like hop in the plane and then help me. Okay, I, I got, don't use them though, but yeah. Yeah, I just I got one of the girls to the um the helicopter girl to sort of drop ordnance on shit, but nice. that cougar is just a a fucking will fuck everything up just the, the randomly. Far, the Far Cry games are usually like kind of off the wall, right? Aren't they like kind of silly? Some, some they got part? a lot of silly. Sometimes, you got to yeah, take everything yeah. with a grain of salt. Isn't that where or... like Prodigy got the whole giant purple dildo bat from? No, no you're thinking um, Skid Row. Or no, not Saints, Saints, Saints Row. Saints Row. Saints, okay, that's what yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah. There's some funny shit though. Like when you get high and shit, mm-hmm. it's pretty fucking funny. And they usually have like a a place where you can go with like a different world, like where you're high as fuck. And yeah. You like change dimensions. So for this game, since it just recently came out, how long was the fucking update when you first played it? It was only like 600 megs. It wasn't bad. I didn't uh-huh. really notice because um, I was I was working, so I had Lilo pick it up for me and I had her install it. So I don't know what oh. updates oh, were. Okay. So I just it popped long. it in and played it and I was good to go. Um, oh, the arcade portion of it. Um, you haven't played it yet and that's what I was going to talk about. If, and it's sort of weird i was playing with hobby and um because you'll come to the, the little like cabinet arcade places in per- certain areas of yeah, uh, I saw that. Yeah. the outpost you can you take over and that will transport you to the arcade version of far cry if you jump into that um you can do like like the blood dragon sort of arcade mm-hmm. kind of 
funny game stuff and a lot of it's like people created maps put you in like a situation where you got to fight off this herd and everything which is really fun you can do it co-op with people but the xp that you earn in that each time you level up you get a, a perk point oh that's cool and it carries over to the to campaign the game. game okay so i was playing that a couple times and i'm just racking them up and i'm like is this kind of am i gonna be like way overly powered for being too <laughs> early in the in the storyline because you, you eventually play just like boom 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 next thing i know i got like 15 perk points i'm i have all these <laughs> badass advantages and i'm like barely even scratch the surface of the game so i was yeah. like let me sort of stop on the multiplayer uh co-op arcade mode and go back to the campaign which is really good i i did one episode one um a couple rounds of the multiplayer it's it's okay um, but the single uh, player is great. Okay. Yeah. What was that? I guess came back here. Yes. <laughs> I was like, uh... So yeah, highly recommend it. Uh, go and buy it. Uh, Hobby's playing it. My friend BJ's playing it. Um, it's it's really fun. The co-op, you can do co-op in the actual campaign story mode. I had yeah. one of my friends jump in. We were sort of doing some missions and everything. Really, really fun. I don't know the whole aspect of if you're advancing your story if they join yours or theirs if they jump into you and how the 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 levels the villain stuff works in terms of the uh difficulty that's all stuff i didn't really analyze i just was trying to see how easy it was to match up with somebody and play but yeah. it's fun it's a fun game yeah yes so you highly recommend this for people to play absolutely like i said before if you haven't played any of the far cries it doesn't matter because it's a fun ass game dude i haven't played a game in a while like the last game i, I mean outside of the batman telltale games like the last game i played was uh horizon zero dawn wow. finally got wow. it right Jesus Christ. Bam! Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah it's crazy well you're playing you're playing your retro pie right yeah i'm playing that but then also like uh i, I did a lot of vr playing too so i guess that kind of makes up for it too i haven't played vr in a couple of months I now, played it like over a year. Well, until like WonderCon, it's, it's been like a year. Um, let's show, let's show about the, the retro pie. Okay, yeah. Um, I think we talked about it briefly, but I, so I actually built my retro pie because Blue got a retro pie, and I was like, I was jealous. Well, he, he got a you know Raspberry Pi, and he made it into retro pie. So I was like, I gotta do this shit, and now I want to buy a fucking three D printer, <laughs> real, real fucking bad. So I have mine. I got my retro pie set up. Uh, it's pretty dope, but I, I, I'm fucking pissed, though, because I, I bought a RetroPie, I got a little case, and the case that I got doesn't actually fit my retro, my fucking Raspberry Pi, because I got, like, the latest one that was released on Pi Day this year, and it's the Raspberry Pi 3B+, and it has, like, four extra pins on the fucking board, and, like, the case that I got doesn't fit it, so I have to, like, dremel it out and then get it to fit, but I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get one that actually has a, a fan on it. So, oh, holy shit, yeah, the thing is fucking hot. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh shit! I need to put. Mine has a fan. Yeah, I need to put a fan on there. That's that's really fucking hot. Yeah. I'm pressing like the chip on there, and it's fucking it's hot. Has it been on all day? Yeah. I just leave it on. What's cool about the retro pie too is that like it's actually it's very easy to kind of program it, like adding the um, installing retro. Well, for me it was easy. I think you had a little, little bit of issue because retro pie doesn't really run too well on the new 3B plus. Yeah, retro pie is not. Uh, like the if you go to like retropie.com or whatever, it doesn't run on the, the 3B plus. So I had to like find a workaround. That took me a long time. So I, I literally imaged a fucking SD card 
like probably 10 to 15 times. Yeah, I did too. Trying to get it to work. Yeah, but I, then eventually I looked it up and it was like, yeah, it's not it's not going to work on mine. But I found a way to, to get it to work. And uh, it's been fun. Like me and uh, me and K-Mac, we were playing uh, Super Mario Brothers 3 and uh, Mario Kart Mario Kart last night. And so we're going to do like a retro <clears throat> night. Like we're going to try to do it once a week. Um, once I get the whole thing set up for like Twitch. We'll do it once a night. Where we play retro games and we'll twitch it out. So yeah, it's uh, actually kind of funny because like the sweetness, she oh, doesn't once a week. She doesn't really play video games, but she's like she has a Game Boy Advance or Color or yeah. one of the Game Boys, and like I have a bunch of Game Boy games on my Retro Pie, and one of her favorite game it's called it's called Spanky, <laughs> which is you're, it's this monkey. You're like you have to like keep. Actually, it sounds very bad now. I think about it. So you're a monkey and you have to like keep bouncing this ball in the air and every time you bounce it it gets bigger and bigger and bigger but then you pop it and it like explodes and it takes out your enemy <laughs> so spanking a monkey bouncing a ball keep playing with it and stuff comes out <laughs> but uh um, wow yeah so she was playing and and like she was actually kind of excited because she's a she was actually able to pass it because she was playing it instead of on a little game boy she was actually playing on a fucking big yeah. tv which is kind of cool and she actually ended up passing it but um what's cool about oh you're gonna say something yeah, keep going, keep going. Oh, no, so what's cool about the RetroPie 2 is that you can actually use old-school Game Genie codes on there. So there, when you're playing a game, um, I can't remember what button you hit, but um, actually, yeah, I don't know what button you hit, but you hit a button, and a menu pops up, and you can go to... Well, you have to actually activate this part, but you can go in there, and you can go online, look at old Genie codes, and throw them in there. And what's cool about it, too, is that you can... With Game Genie, you used to be able to mess around with the codes, too, to try to see, like, what would happen if you change this number, and this number, and this number. You can do that with this too. So like nice. instead of having like five lives, you can have like nine lives so by just changing a five to a nine, which is kind of cool. But um, it also works. It only works for the console games. For the arcade games, they have like they have cheats on there, but it's only like, you know, instead of entering one coin and getting like three lives, you get like 10 lives instead. So there's not many, very many cheats for the for the arcade games. But it's still a lot of fun. Yeah, it's like seriously, if you want to build one for yourself, it'll cost you like less than 60 bucks. Like, the, the actual board itself is, like, $35, and then you need a power cord, which is, like, maybe 5 bucks. You can use a power cord that you use for charging your phone. Yeah. You need you, to. Just make sure that it's, like, a 5 volts or whatever. Yeah. For the, for the newer ones. And, uh, yeah, it works really well. Oh, you need an SD card of some sort. Like, a micro SD card. Yeah. So, but, I mean, it works really well. Uh, I'm going to try to build a semi, like, Nintendo Switch type system where I have, like, a little, like, 7-inch tablet and then also have like a battery in there and plus the HDMI out. So uh, I'm going to work on that here pretty soon. But yeah, it's been pretty cool to like build shit again. You know, with, with, I mentioned this last time, um, but like you can use any kind of USB controller. So you can use like a PlayStation yeah. 4, PlayStation 3 controller. You can use an Xbox. Actually, you know what's funny is on the 3B Plus, my, PlayStation, my PS3 controller didn't work. My it PS4 did. controllers do. That's weird. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it wouldn't recognize it at all. Oh. Uh. I think uh, it might be still still sync with your PS4. I think there's something you have to do to get no, it to sync to that. There wasn't. My PS4 one worked just fine. My PS3 one, not at all. Oh, this is what I was going to oh, say. Oh, the PS3 ones didn't work. Yeah, PS3 oh, okay. ones didn't work. Um, you know what's funny is, so... Oh, wait, you know... Sorry, that's good, you the, the Are the PS3 controllers charged? Like, all the way? Uh, Probably not all the way, but I mean... Because if, if they're not fully charged, then it won't sync up. Oh, okay. It might be that. That's but, weird. Yeah. So, what were you going to say? I had to go through and like actually edit shit through the CLI, which is the command line interface. And I didn't know this, but like, so Raspberry Pi is from the UK. Like, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> from, the, from the fucking out of the box, 
the keyboard is set to the UK keyboard. And so I was trying to like type in all these Linux commands and I was pressing special characters and it was like giving me like these garbage characters. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? And so I had to look up like how to like change the fucking uh, the keyboard on Raspberry Pi to US instead of UK. So yeah, thank you, UK. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucked up. Yeah, for, for me, when I was programming mine, like, I was following, like, uh, tutorials and stuff on programming it, and, like, the first thing they would have you do was change the keyboard just because, you know, U.S. versus, what is it, UK. UK. Yeah. It's definitely different. Well, but, I'm, I'm used to doing it because, like, so this is kind of, like, personal life, but, yeah, so I do, like, remote technical support, like, around the world. and I, Well, it used to be around the world. And uh, I used to have to go, like, the first thing I would do when I was on somebody's, like, computer that was, you know, overseas, I had to go to, like, change the keyboard. So, yeah, that's how I need to do that. Yeah, okay. So, for me, like, I decided to buy a keyboard. So, I bought this cute little, this uh, USB wireless keyboard. Oh, nice. Yeah. And uh, oh, it's kind of cool because you can use it, like, on your PS4s uh, for typing and stuff like that. But I kind of wish it was Bluetooth because uh, you could, because they have a Bluetooth version, but you can sync it up with uh, Fire TV and be able to use it that way. But, like... I use uh, my phone for when I, when I want to do that. What's cool is I use it as a game controller, too, because it has, like, all the buttons. But I just have to program the buttons for to actually be a controller, which is kind of cool. But, like, it also has, like, a little touchpad in the middle, too, so I can actually move it around. So, uh, for my Raspberry Pi, I have, um, I have RetroPie start installed on one flash card. Or, yeah, sorry, flash card. SD and then card. SD card. And then I have another SD card, a smaller one. It's like maybe 16 gigs. And I have the actual OS, the operating system is it, for... Uh, what was it called? Raspbian? Yeah, Raspbian. So I have that on there. But what's cool about Raspbian is that um, part of their OS, they actually have Kodi on there too. I mean, yeah. RetroPie has Kodi too as well. But uh, this the, the operating system for Raspbian is kind of cool. Because it's basically like a basic computer like you get a browser basic you, linux yeah, yeah and you have like a you can do like word they have like a version of word on there excel stuff like that but it's like bare bone minimum which is kind of cool so if you have like a kid that wants a computer and you can't really afford one bam 35 computer. bucks you can watch <laughs> you can watch youtube videos like you can go online and watch youtube videos and like do all this different you can go on facebook stuff like that so it's a basic bare bone minimum for a computer so if you wonder what it looks like uh actually sitting right here it's, <laughs> it's like actually a circuit board well it's fucking <laughs> it's mine is actually on right now so uh, there we go. This is my Raspberry Pi. Y'all can see this. Oh, and it's plugged in. So, yeah. So, did it come with the case, or you had to no, buy you the case? No, you have to buy the case separately. Yeah, that's yeah. what I thought. So, so if, 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 if you one. touch the actual chip, it's it's hot as fuck right now. So, <laughs> damn. Yeah. So the one I got, it came with two. What's it? Heat sinks. So, or it came with three of them. So it comes with one that goes on the chip. I'm gonna show it. And yeah. then one that goes on to these other chips on here. Oh. I'm, I'm gonna shut it down because it's like <laughs> it's hot. I need to get a fucking fan for it. Oh shit, my shit's kind of cracked here. My case. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's fucking plastic. I'm 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 actually not surprised it didn't crack already. But um, yeah, mine has a fan on there too because it it doesn't get too hot, but it does get kind of oh, hot. Shit. Oh, he was playing a game. <laughs> shit, no wonder it's hot. Yeah, all demo play. Now he's gonna what start game playing. is this? this is I fucking played this. Oh. Yeah, that's what it is. Battle Grand Prix. Free? Yes. It's an anime waifu. This is, this is the first controller. <laughs> that's awesome. That's crazy. Oh, so he's gonna start playing. <laughs> oh, I'm not gonna start playing. Is it on? It's on, but it's not, uh... It's not working. I think it's just, like, tripping out. Oh, shit. Oh. Oh. Yeah, it's Sorry. It's up there, it's yeah, stick it all the way in there. Stick it all deep inside. 
Alright, I was doing that. Dude, one day we gotta compare our games and see, like, which ones we have and which ones we don't have and try to swap them out. Cause there's there's some a few companies out there now that are selling Raspberry Pi with RetroPie on there for like a hundred bucks, but it's like you can do it for yourself a whole lot cheaper. It's just that you know they probably have more not stable games, but they probably have like games that are known to work on the console or yeah. on the Raspberry Pi. Because when it comes to the arcade games, a lot of them don't work, which is weird. But oh, I thought it fucked up there for a second. No, no, no it's not like it's not stuck. You know, I can just fucking unplug it. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah. I need to get the power button that you have. Yeah. So Blue's got a power button for his shit, and I, I, I don't. I thought I'm just like unplug it. <laughs> yeah, like the my case came with everything I needed for like it came with the power cable, the the fan, the case. Did you go through a can kit? No, I went to Amazon. Oh, okay. But yeah, if you want to try play some old school games, definitely check out the Raspberry Pi with the Retro Pi install. But there's also another there's another version of Retro Pi. Um, it's not RetroPie, it's like another, like, same similar thing as RetroPie. And I can't think of what it's called, because one of my friends has it on theirs. Uh, let me see what it's called. But that one's a little bit more simpler as far as, like, customizing versus the RetroPie. The RetroPie is a little bit more difficult. Yeah. But, um, let me see what it's called. Well, if you have questions about, like, the RetroPie or, you know, me and Blue can, can help you. So if you message us on, you know, wherever. Email, fucking Twitter, DMs, whatever. Oh, the other one's called Recall Box. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, we, we can help you out with, like, the RetroPie stuff. The other oh, yeah. stuff, not so much. Not yet. I mean, I'll, I'll learn more later. But I, I definitely made a lot of mistakes setting up my RetroPie, so I could probably help you out with setting yours up. So, yeah. it's They're, they're a lot of fun, and it's cheap. Like, if you have kids, it's a cheap little computer if you yeah. want to have them play it. So. One thing I want to do is I want to I probably buy another one and have it just mainly in my car because my yeah. my car plays DVDs and it also has a flash drive in there where you can play movies off of a flash drive but they have to be like formatted for uh what's it Divix it has to be uh, in that formatting yeah which is hella old and converting a goddamn movie to Divix is ridiculous it take it took maybe twice as long as the movie length is like it's yeah. like why even fucking do it. But um, what what I could do is I can I can put that movie onto a flash drive and stick it into my re uh, my RetroPie and using Kodi I can watch it through Kodi in any kind of format that I've downloaded that or I've uh, ripped it off of DVD onto. But um, yeah, having that and then having it just plugged into my entertainment system and just using like a keyboard or something to get around is pretty fucking cool. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, hey, I think uh, we should wrap it up. All right. Yeah. Wrap it up. Somebody take a shot. So, Blue, what you got going on? I am going to go see motherfucking Ready Player One on Friday at 4 o'clock at the AMC in Newark. Please don't fucking blow it up because I really want to watch the video. <laughs> Should be giving out my lo my location and time. Mm -hmm. uh, I know. You fucked Newark, up New Jersey. Yeah. 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 Newark, yeah. New Jersey. There you go. I said Newark. New, New York. Yeah, you know my pronunciations are all bad. Um... <laughs> But um, this uh, the sweetness is off this weekend, and she wants to try. So, for her bachelorette party, she wanted to do like something crazy, and she wanted to rent like a fancy ass like house for through Airbnb, nice. and then rent like an exotic car to like drive around to say just say she did it. So I'm like, well, Good why don't God. we just do that this weekend? Sounds like a great way to wreck a Ferrari drunk. <laughs> <laughs> but um. I'm like, well, you know, there's actually a lot of rental car companies they'll have like exotic cars. Like uh, I told her the story about um, Kronos and I when I went to go visit him down in uh, San Diego. 
we rented exotic cars. He had uh, the Nissan Z, the 370Z, right? Yeah. And I rented a Carvette. Corvette, yeah. And that shit was fucking dope. And it's yes. like, I think it was like $300 a day or something like that. I remember it was funny because, so he rented the Corvette and he got a fucking flat tire, but it, it's on run flats, right? Yeah. And so nice. he got back to my place and he was calling Hertz. He was like, yeah, it's it's got a uh, you know, flat tire, but uh, there's no spare tire in the car. And she and remember this lady tried to tell him that every Hertz car has a spare tire. Yeah. And we were like, no, it doesn't. It's a fucking Corvette. And so they had to send out. Eventually, they send out a fucking a tow, a tow truck to tow it. But I was just like, this well, no, to argue with us. They send out. They sent out two tow trucks. The first tow truck came out. Or I think did they send out two? Oh yeah, because the first yeah, one was, was to it, replace. The, was to yeah, change it was to change the tire. The first guy was gonna come out and change the tire. He's like, and he gets there. He's like, you have a Carvette. This car has flat run flats. There's no fucking spare in this car. And he like looked to see. He's like, yeah, there's no spare. So he had to call for a flatbed to come out and tow the car. I would have called that bitch up. Be like, here, tow truck driver wants to talk to you. Yeah. But <laughs> what, what was cool about it though is that. Like, we only had the car for, like, a couple of hours. Hertz waived the fee. Like, they didn't have to pay for the rental, which is kind of cool. Nice. But, um, yeah, so the Sweetness wanted to do that. So we were looking into renting a car for, like, a day. But the, the shitty thing about it is that it costs $300 a day for 24 hours. But you only keep it 100 miles on there. Every mile after that is a dollar. Yeah, it sucks. And if we get it from SFO and we decide to bring it home and then take it back, that's, that's like, already that's a six, Yeah, that's, yeah. That's a whole fucking day. Right there, pretty much. That sucks. But yeah, we did we did check out that company too because uh, it's Sportiva. They do Sportiva, yeah. There's they a have place like true exotics. In um, I, I always see when I go to Stone Ridge Mall, and you can rent them by like the hours and stuff. And they had like a um, a skyline out there. They had uh, a bunch of other like exotic. They had a, some sort of Ferrari and mm-hmm. like the a different type of Porsche and everything, which you can rent out there. And it's for like by the hour so you don't need to rent it for like the entire day i don't know what the deposit is on it or anything but uh i did notice that yeah this place you can you can rent sportiva you can rent ridiculous shit yeah but like like uh i was like we should try to get the the mclaren and i looked at the price sixteen hundred dollars a day to rent that plus like two hundred dollars in taxes and shit well i mean it's a two hundred thousand dollar car i know but damn (laughs) if i was rich like, if I won the lottery, uh, I guess if I won the lottery, I'd just buy one. Oh, this is a track edition. I was like, why is this so expensive? It's, I was looking at a, a Viper, but it's a track edition. I didn't know they still made Vipers. Oh, well, oh yeah. 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 They discontinued them for, for a minute, though, right? They did, yeah. Okay. Actually, the M2 is actually a really good car. Well, they have, uh, I think they have a Mercedes AMG on there, too. Well, I know Hertz, they have a Mercedes AMG, and the Sweetness is like, why do I want that? I already have a Mercedes. I'm like, this is an AMG. AMG. What the fuck? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This car would knock your socks off, yeah. and then put them back on. She's got a C-Class, right? Yeah, she got yeah, a C-300. Like, it's not a CLA, but it's like this is the lower end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, we didn't talk about the fucking, I guess we can talk about it next week, but the the BMW, the M7 series or whatever. Oh, the M760i. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But okay, but back to my weekend. So yeah, that's pretty much for me. <laughs> um, I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Oh, Easter's on Sunday. <laughs> As always, it's on a Sunday. But it's on April Fools, yeah, which okay. is gonna be it's fun. True. I thought it was on Jesus died. Zombie okay, Jesus Day. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Happy. But, so- but why is it different every year though? That's always weird. I don't know. That's how you know it didn't. It's Forty actually. days anyway, after. I'm not gonna be an asshole. Let's let it go. Know. Yeah, because <laughs> it changes because there's leap year, and then also depends on when Ash no, Wednesday. No, no, yeah, yeah. It all, Easter always depends on whenever Ash Wednesday. Does changed. your birthday ever change? Uh, the no, it no. doesn't. That's the <laughs> correct answer. It does not change. We're not talking about a birthday though. 
Easter. It doesn't. If you came back to life, that'd be your birthday again, right? It'd be uh, on the same fucking day. Doesn't matter about leap year or not. Oh, it'd be a resurrection day, but yeah, I, was about to say. I don't know. But sure. it'd still be the same. Shit would not I'm gonna dress up as a bunny. That's all with the cleaver for April Fool's Day. So what you got going on, Ninja? Uh, I'm actually gonna see Ready Player One tomorrow night. Uh, I'm gonna see it someplace close to here. Not giving that location. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then uh, we're supposed to be going out Saturday with some friends to a country bar. We'll see how that goes. Saddle going rack? to the Saddle Rack? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've already, I've what day is this? Uh, Saturday. But I've oh, already God. been. I've been before, so I'm supposed to go again. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, Fuck that. Yeah, and then... Uh, good luck. Easter's are, are you going with a, a, a woman? A couple of women. Oh, okay. Look at this dude. Yeah. Right. I thought you were going to say cuckold. Oh, <laughs> a, a couple. A cuckold couple? I'm about to say, because I definitely want to go with some dudes. Mm-hmm. I'm just, just saying. Uh, so, yeah. That's like, kind of it. You know it's a gay club, right? Oh. No, it is no, not. It's a country club. club. Yeah. I know it's a like, country gay club. Oh, the same with that wow. club in, uh, in Police Academy. The Blue Oyster. Blue Oyster. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Holy. One of those. Yes. But no, we have, I have no problem with going to a gay bar. I've been to a few. I don't either. Yeah. What you got going, Kronos? Uh, next week I'm on vacation, so I will either be not on the podcast or I'll be remote. So Blue's going to run the technicals for next week, oh, yeah. and yeah, it'll be interesting. So I'll be in SoCal all next weekend, so it'll be fun. Uh, thanks for everybody that came out to uh, WonderCon. That was a great time. The show. Uh, I will be uh, playing a lot of Far Cry. Uh, I'll be playing Far Cry, and we'll be the show... Then uh, baseball starts, so I'll be trying to scout out some uh, games for me to go to. Weather's starting to get a little bit warmer, which is nice. I mean, we need rain, which is obviously important for the environment and we'll crops and all that good shit. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's starting to, it was really nice out today, so I'm thoroughly enjoying it. And just a shout out to anybody out there. The way you interact with police in your first sentence will determine how the rest of the fucking incident will go. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be a dick and fuck the police. Fuck the police. Yeah. Fuck the police. Yeah. Do it, right? You act a fool, you're gonna get the full service yeah, and I then can. some. All right, check us out on, <laughs> on Twitter at bthanbti. It's b t h a n b t i. Uh, check us out on uh, Instagram with bthanbti or look up Black and Black Times Infinity. Check out our Facebook page and our YouTube channel. If you're not watching on SoundCloud or if you're not listening on SoundCloud, look for Black and Black Times Infinity or bthanbti will pop up. Uh, Player FM, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, go on there, comment, rate us, we'll hit back with you. And then check out our official page at binheadproductions.com forward slash be them BTI. Remember to check out our Instagram and check out our pictures from WonderCon. Good ones, good ones. Shout out to everybody we met up there, new listeners. You know what's great about WonderCon? Sexy ass nerds. Mm. Mm. Grape yes. soda. <laughs> <laughs>